1: Hey, folks, this is uh, Luke from Town Meeting, one-third of Long May You Young. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I wanted to take a very quick second to talk to you about Anchor FM. Uh, If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me tell you why. It's free. Um, and that is a big deal. If you do a podcast, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple podcasts, and all kinds of platforms. You can make money from the podcast. There's no minimum listenership. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. We're super happy to have found anchor. And that's where we're, uh, putting this podcast out and I'm rambling and you want to get to the podcast so here it is Anchor in the ass god damn it there's check, a fucking check. fly in here and it's driving me nuts Ooh. and this episode's is about this to episode be like the, the Back? episode of Breaking Bad I know right <laughs> I'm not even kidding This fucking there's one fly see it yeah <laughs> see it you know what
4: I want yeah. you almost me. had it you know what I want to do before we do anything else just to get under your skin and drive you nuts what I want to make the Weird Al reference before you get to, with what, this
1: album. What's the Weird Al reference?
4: Albuquerque. Come on, man. And there's a tie-in, the Breaking Bad tie-in.
1: Albuquerque's one of I know, Weird I'm Al's. just getting oh, under fu- your skin, oh, you okay. fucking piece of shit for beating me to it. Wow, I can never tell with you guys.
3: <laughs> what the hell's going on? Do you
4: on? know that Weird Al song?
3: I don't know the Weird Al song. Uh,
4: he has a song called Albuquerque. Did you already load it in somewhere? No, I didn't. To play it? But right? I can. Yeah. Do you want to
1: start the episode off with a Weird Al with a, song? <laughs> with weird,
4: just the chorus. <laughs> oh,
3: we shouldn't have said anything while we're recording, because we should just go into the song. <laughs> yeah. You should just, when we go into, okay, let's do Albuquerque, and then you just start Weird Al <laughs> Albuquerque Albuquerque. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You could. I
4: just wanted to beat Luke to the reference, just because it would drive him nuts. This is a very Breaking Bad-themed episode yeah, Albuquerque. I was going to say, that ties <laughs> yeah. in, too. Yeah, And I just smoked a shit ton of meth. <laughs> So,
3: yeah, this is Blue just meth. like Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Meth comes up, and tonight's the night. Does it? Yeah. Um, I forget where, because I'm on meth. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, it We're wrong. falling apart. It's <laughs> <That's> because <laughs> it was, was on meth. <laughs> just a little. This is our Neil Young podcast, where we mostly also, talk make fun of our... Punch you in the face. The
3: You're talking over the best theme yeah, song for any podcast in the world. Train- You're fucking it up, Luke. Oh, fuck. start it over?
1: Okay, you sang over <�gging>. it
3: yes yeah, so welcome to long may you young the uh, only neil young podcast it might be the only neil young podcast theme podcast but it also is definitely the only neil young theme podcast where we uh, tackle each one of neil's albums episode by episode and tonight we're we're taking on what what some call his greatest album of all time yeah which i may agree with after spending more time with it it was definitely in my top 5 to begin with really yeah and okay. now i just love it even more and uh, it's Tonight's the Night. So tonight's the night.
4: Tonight is the night. Tonight's tonight tonight is the about night.
3: It. It's the night. Na- ha, ha, height. <laughs> Tonight. And that's the album we're, we're talking about on Long May You Young, which you can uh, get involved in the discussion as always. Uh, we're on Facebook. Just search Long May You Young. Uh, we're on Twitter at Long May You Young. Also Instagram, same thing, at Long May You Young. Uh, feel free. We, we post on the Neil Young subreddit. We put the episodes up there. A lot of great people on that subreddit. They really like the podcast, mm. and I'm really relieved because I thought I'd put it up there and then we get like ripped to shreds. You yeah, know, like you guys don't know what you're talking about. It, Neil, Neil, will kick your ass. It's
1: coming. Yeah, that, eventually that'll come. We're yeah. we're going too too far on too high of uh, positive feedback. Right some right. negative shit coming yeah, i'm
3: sure there is there's gonna be that one dude yeah oh, Sure. yeah and there always is yeah there's fascists in every scene and i'm sure there's a bunch of fascists <laughs> Even in the neil's crowd in neil's crowd <laughs> yeah um so yeah uh make sure you interact with us and then also you can leave us a voice message if you listen to us on anchor and is it apple podcast that also does the voice yes. message so anchor or apple podcast feel free to uh leave us a voice message we've had some really great ones uh, in the past, and if you want to, you know, whether you want to leave a funny one or add a comment to, you know, say, hey, in that last episode, you guys were totally wrong, and I hope you die in a car accident. <laughs> you know, something like, I'm just making suggestions. You don't have to leave no, that's that same a, no, message. No, that's a good one. Um, but you can do that through Anchor and Apple Podcasts. And if you do listen to us on any of those platforms, uh, whether it's there or Radio Public or what else are we on? Google, Podcasts, Breaker. Podcast. Breaker, um, Pod. Po- pocket Cast, Pocket Cast, yeah,
1: Pod Bean. I think pod, is one of them is it
3: real? Podbean, Pod Bean, you know Pod Pod Guacamole.
1: There's got to be a diehard. <laughs> there's going to be a diehard Pod Bean follower out right, there. He's,
3: he's the one dude. It's The only
1: way to listen to podcasts. Guys. That's right.
3: It's the best. It's in mono. <laughs> uh, oh, don't forget, we're also on Spotify. You can listen to us there That's right. and, and iTunes and stuff. So thank you very much, and, and make sure you give us a really good rating, or we'll come find you and kill you. So tonight. Yes. Uh, we're going to cover um, Tonight's, tonight's the, night. the Night. Tonight's the Night. Uh, do we have See any See how voice? many of those
4: jokes we can bash out be, in the beginning. Well, Luke's that.
3: the master of the dad jokes, <laughs> so I'm sure we'll get some sprinkled throughout the podcast. Uh, he is a father
4: of
1: five. We have no, I know, so he's well
3: qualified for no, the dad jokes.
1: No new voice memos, which means people need to leave us some voice memos this time around. We do have another. Someone I- other than John. Someone other than John. <laughs> Speaking of John, we have an iTunes review from someone named Johnny D3K. Oh, I, wonder
3: yeah, who that well, is. I wonder who that is.
4: <laughs> John. The uh, Submaster. He was great in last week's episode. Uh, that was, was good. a good episode.
3: Yeah, he actually like he had some constructive and, things to yeah. say. Yeah.
4: I'm like, I'm just kidding.
1: Now I'm fearing, <laughs> yeah, now I'm fearing for my job. Um, his is a five-star review, which like Mike said, if you leave us a five-star review, we'll probably read it. Yes. Uh, so you can
3: leave us the five-star review and then write, you guys suck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, he writes, challenging, absorbing, frustrating. No, but I can't read it because it cuts it off. Hey, you probably remember Mike Shue from WAAF fondly, and you probably remember Luke and Russ from the band Town Meeting quite fondly also. So that's why we decided not to title this review New, Fun, Exciting, and Sexy. Uh. Oh, he's, <laughs> doing a, he's doing a riff <laughs> on this. Neil Young yeah, that's is great. not sexy. <laughs> because... Long May You Young isn't any of these. These three dudes (laughs) will challenge, absorb, and frustrate you at times as they go through the catalog of Neil one album at a time. But fun, it is not. (laughs) Exciting, it is not.
2: (laughs) And it's sure as
1: hell not sexy, not in any sense. But it is free, so there's that. (laughs) That's great. There's also Donkey Balls, Birds, Thunder, and Dudes Who Confused Pink Floyd for Neil. Everything I expect from a Neil Young podcast, two thumbs up. There it is.
3: That's, That's awesome!
4: A good, Thank That was you. great. I like the play on that original that Neil nice. review that we that was first. That was step. actually that
3: wasn't a review. That was an ad. Oh right! In That's the Village Voice That's saying nuts. Neil Young. One thing Neil isn't is fun. Yeah. And Neil Young is not, <laughs> not sexy. <laughs> sexy. I know. It's like oh, you're doing a great job selling. <laughs> not <Neil."> sexy. <laughs> That's great.
4: Oh shit, man.
3: Any reviews or anything that we should get to before we get to uh, the, into the meat of tonight's the night? I've got, before we drink all the tequila and, and I don't smoke so. all the weed.
1: The no. only thing I will say is, <laughs> the yes. last episode was almost three hours long. Right.
4: And yeah. it was a. I liked it though. It was great. Well, it's such did a, you it, listen to it? You to know it? what?
3: It's such a great album. Oh yeah. You know, so yeah. we're in the real. This is the real meat. The first like serving of real meat in the Neil and, Young catalog. Yeah, so totally. this is, you know, harvest through here, and you know, then we'll get into like you know, American Stars and Bars, and then later we'll get into, you know, yeah. landing on water. And, and? <laughs> I'm not going to say it because I'm star- I've, I've been listening to that. I'm starting to understand where Neil's coming from. I just okay? started
4: reading um, the Waging Heavy piece, mm-hmm. and it starts out with him talking about his son. So we, we did fuck that up, too, because Zeke, Zeke also has cerebral palsy. Zeke is from... Um, Carrie Snodgrass from Carrie Snodgrass, yeah, yeah. So, but Ben mm-hmm. is with uh, his son from Peggy, I believe, right? And he's the one with the very, very severe cerebral palsy. He's mm. the one that Neil still takes on tour and stuff. And trans was uh, right, kind of a, a, a way, way to... of help trying to figure out better communication. Right. Exactly. And I didn't, I, I mean, I knew, but I didn't really know how. Into model trains, Neil was. Yes. Wait. What? Super yes. into model trains in model like a Stephen trains. King sort of way, dude. What does that make time? sense? And it the whole book, sense. the whole book starts with him talking about model trains, and he has a display of one of his huge <laughs> model trains things on display somewhere, and I can get the exact information, but actually, trans was a typo. There's supposed <laughs> to be an I train. in There's yeah, Supposed to be trains. <laughs> um, <laughs> and all of all of his kids have some sort of, like, disability. His daughter also has epilepsy, I believe. Really? Yeah. I think Neil has epilepsy.
3: No, he had he polio had as a polio. child. I know he had
4: polio, but, but he might have some form of it. Oh, no, even, you're right. Yeah. He, he
3: would have, uh, when he was younger, like with Buffalo Springfield and stuff, he would have, like, seizures. And people yeah. would so think they daughter, were panic attacks. Right. Yeah. They were
4: actually, so his daughter has, has, has okay. that. Um, How many kids does Neil have? I believe it's just the three. I believe yeah. it's... Zeke and then Ben and Excuse fuck me. I think it's sorry. let me look it up I think it's Sharon. Sorry about I, that. I, I it was off. I apologize
3: to Neil's family. I didn't mean to do that while you During, were speaking yeah. of Neil's family. You know, if we're talking about Lenois <laughs> then yeah, I'd, I'd rip one. But.
2: Yeah, Neil is, his kids have disabilities. It sounds He's know, really, over here he really going, That's great, okay. Amber. What a dick! Heard, I'm
4: a dick. It's I'm sorry. Amber, <laughs> sorry I'm it's sorry. Amber. Amber Jean Young is, is the is his daughter. That's his daughter. Yeah, let me s- – I-, I believe that there's only three.
1: If you say, I believe, one more time, stop. <laughs> going to fucking lose it.
2: I believe in a thing called – All right, it. well
3: –
1: Yeah, let's- it's,
4: Zeke, it's Zeke, Ben, and Amber. Okay. Anyway, it- I just started that book, and I didn't realize Neil right. was that into model trains. The whole thing starts with, with that. And he's, you can yeah, hear he's got the like a that's what you, can you go know, see all one the, of his displays all the
3: train influences we talked about that with uh what was it see the sky about terrain you know yeah. whistle blowing yeah. through tr- my brain even this, it, maybe it's not a full size whistle maybe it's a very tiny tiny whistle blowing through his brain <laughs> from you know a scale model of you know a freight liner or yeah. something
1: I also read in Shaky another one of Neil Young's books buy his books yeah. um
3: oh it's Jimmy McDonough He oh, wrote yeah, that one
1: true. yeah but uh talking he's talking about songwriting and uh Jimmy was asking him about how he writes songs and it is fun cuz he there's a whole part of it where it's like he, he literally talks about don't analyze my songs too much because I don't know what half of them are about. Right. Yeah. I just want to make you feel something, <laughs> right. and lyrically sometimes I don't even know what they're about. And here we are doing a whole podcast analyzing right, each exactly. and every one of his yeah. songs.
3: We're doing yeah. everything Neil doesn't want you to do with his <laughs> yeah. music.
1: We're doing the work for him, I right, think. Right, right. Neil, this one's for you, bud. No, we're just being disciplined. about it. This one's for you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the this fucking
4: this note's for you, <laughs> Neil. Should we call our listeners something? I had this dumb idea. Oh boy. Like oh boy. what about like youngins or youngsters? <laughs> yeah, that's very, very creepy. We'll leave it up to the leave it up to the youngsters. I want to say hi
3: to all the youngsters out there. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: I'm a hairy middle aged man and I I just want to reach out to the youngsters.
1: <laughs> okay, come fine. on in my van. <laughs> well, I guess we're calling you listeners youngsters. Oh no, it's no, gotta be something yeah. less creepy. <laughs>
4: We'll it's, see what they say, man. We
1: gotta see what right. they say. All right. So all
2: right, let before us before we get
4: into tonight's night I wanna bring up a thing I meant to bring up. Are you talking the, to me and Mike or are you addressing the youngsters directly? I'm dress- <laughs> I'm I am talking to all of y'all. Okay. Youngsters alike and also you fucks.
2: <laughs>
3: that's what we're called, you fucks. <laughs> you no, fucks. that's what we should call the listeners. You fucks. You
4: fucks. Young fucks.
3: Join the you Fucks the, club.
4: You fucks. get your,
3: get your free T shirt and a and a huggy.
2: Oh
4: Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> <and a hockey. laughs> oh man sorry oh tonight's the night
2: yep oh you know what about,
4: oh, we'll get to it but anyway so from on the beach i meant to bring up a throat clear and i want to i want to oh, bring oh up my god is this, in john, this is an honor of the meme this is an honor of the meme that john is such made a great meme i think too? i posted it. it's a meme where it's from it's always sunny in philadelphia <laughs> and uh it has it has i think john wrote like Neil Young sighs during the recording or something. And then, like and then it says Russ and, and it shows Charlie, Charlie doing the Pepe, Sylvia. Sylvia. Yes. If you don't know that, it's from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's great. It's basically that, saying I overanalyze every little thing. No, you don't overanalyze every little thing. Now, where is the
1: throat clear in On the Beach?
4: <laughs> it's, it's, in, it's in the title track, On the Beach, and it's at like 2.11. It's okay. right after our favorite line, the the problems that don't make them go away. Don't oh, right. my problems are meaningless. It's right after that one. It mark. doesn't make them go yeah, away. Yeah, listen to don't it.
2: Make them go away.
4: You hear it? Yeah, we
1: heard <laughs> it. I didn't hear
2: anything. <laughs> don't really? Though.
4: Yeah. Do it again. You'll hear it. Crank it up. You didn't hear
0: it? need a crowd of people. You,
4: you already went by. Just like <clears throat> clear again. Yeah, play it again. Hold on. I'll just,
1: I'll isolate it, Mike. Just listen okay. closely. Okay. Uh-uh.
3: Oh, yeah. I heard it there. <laughs> wow, that was clear as day. Anyway,
4: I wanted to bring clear that that up. Clear as Charlie I, day. I, I, there it is. <laughs> nice. Good job, shoot. <laughs> I liked when you said that to me in the last episode. You were like, I said something silly, and then you were like, Good job, Ross. And that's I was good like, Good job, yeah. Ross. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> give that man a cookie. So now give that man a scone. <laughs> give him a scone. <laughs> give him a scone. Give him a
3: scone. You want by a scone? You want a scone? You want a scone, By the way, Luke, seriously? I want my fucking Tupperware back.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh shit. All right? Uh-oh. I've used it like twice already. <laughs> All right, I bet you have. Don't put any fucking <laughs> spicy shit
3: in there. That's only for baked goods. That's for my scones.
1: I All can't right. guarantee I haven't put spicy stuff so in my there. My
3: youngster scones. <laughs>
1: oh We'd also we'll sell,
3: those our, we'll sell those on yeah they, say, <laughs> and they, say they have an lmyY on them. I put I glaze them in
2: oh
4: that's great we, hey we should talk let's talk about two before we get into this album. which is the cough at the beginning of after is, the gold rush yeah or? that one no no no, no. the uh let's oh, talk about let's talk about the new needle news <laughs>
3: During sedan delivery, you can hear it. <laughs> After the first solo, it's like, <laughs> I'm like I don't think no, that was Ralphie. No, you're just thinking of
4: the whole album landing on water. Sure. No.
1: <laughs>
3: I, no, some farts sound way better than
4: that. At, this point,
1: <laughs> at this point in every podcast, yeah. I always imagine Neil listening and just wondering like, what he would say to the person who recommended. Yeah, there's a podcast about yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, so far, I don't know what so the far, hell they're talking about.
3: Yeah. All I got from them is semen and flatus. <laughs>
1: I don't know something about youngsters and <laughs> fucking yeah, them or something. I don't.
3: know. Is it like pedophiles? <laughs> Who, so good. Why that's are you right. doing this to me?
1: So ridiculous.
4: Okay, no. What I wanted to say was, is we should talk about the uh, Neil Young Trump news. Oh yeah, because that's, that's right. great. You posted right. a little thing, but right, yeah. But um, I, 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 so I, you feel can find like the
3: story on the Longview yeah, you, Young Facebook page, right? As well as those YouTube. memes that Russ was talking about. They posted yeah. a bunch of memes up there, but yeah, so. This isn't the first time Donald Trump has used Neil Young's music for a rally. Yeah, he keeps telling him not to. Right, and
4: and Neil's doing this was one on this was the one uh, at Mount Rushmore, Mm -hmm. which is on Lakota Sioux land, and like there's that whole background story to that because Trump and his people keep choosing these sites, like they chose the Tulsa, you know what I mean? All these Mm -hmm. different, I thought it was with all these different spaces, which are pretty controversial because like. Tulsa was the massacre, like, the Black Wall Street massacre. Right, yep. Super, yeah. Super, like, weird that they would right. choose that you know with why? everything that's you know going why? on. And then they choose Mount Rushmore, yeah. and that's, like, indigenous, that's Native American land. Because
3: like, none of them know the history of the United States. Right, right. That's yeah. why. We're dealing with an administration that doesn't but, know the history that, of the country.
4: But is it that, or is it also, running. like, a fuck you to... You know what I mean? It
3: It, could be that also, but But I like to think they're just stupid. Yeah, Yeah, I think I lean towards
1: that. I thought
4: it was a Tom Petty song that he used. Oh, he used.
3: He did use that. He used that, and they they told him to fuck off.
4: His the family's trying to sue, right? And Neil, instead this time, because I think everyone's tried to sue, and there's some weird loophole where they can use it. I don't know. No, there isn't. No, because the Rolling
3: Stones are suing.
4: The Rolling Stones are suing. I know Neil has tried. Well, you I know what you Neil know what he tried. said but in Neil, that article. Neil's he said not he's like them. He instead is like, you know what? I'm not even gonna bother. And instead, he's like, I dare you to play this song at right. your next rally. And he right. rewrote. What was it find a leader? He rewrote looking for <laughs> yeah. a leader. Oh, looking for a leader. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Have you heard that tune? I have. Yeah. Oh my God.
3: Yeah. It's I, I that would I be so. You know, it would it would make so much sense to me if Trump's people heard that and said, Oh, Neil said we can use this song. Yeah. And it's called looking so for a leader. And America's looking for one. And Trump is that. And then they'll play it. That and would be it, that awesome. would be the greatest that would be thing awesome. ever. Because be he fantastic. rewrote
4: his song from like 2016, I think.
3: Yeah, that's because yeah. that was on and like it was more uh, about
4: like Obama and McCain or something like yeah. that.
3: Yeah, he mentions them by name. Yes,
4: yeah. yeah, and so in in the new one, he rewrote wrote that right, and, and basically oh, just calls so out good. Trump for that would all, be all so the bullshit. So and, and and he's and he's like, instead of suing you, I just dare you to play this one at your rally. Right. I was kind of oh, I
3: was kind of disappointed because he said, "Well, I'm not going to sue him because." He's got enough going on with this virus, and I don't want to make a distraction for him. And I'm like, fucking Neil,
1: fucking Neil, man,
3: fucking Neil, just sue his ass, seriously, <laughs> sue his. But ass. also, what a and fucking get your publishing company to sue his ass? But it also yeah. shows that's what publishing too that companies are for, right? It's yeah. also They're shows supposed to too look that out Neil, for your music Neil's and like... make sure you're getting paid for it, or at least it's getting licensed in the right way. Oh yeah, get your publishing company off their asses and get on fucking yeah. Trump's case about it.
4: But I think another part of it too is that Neil's like. Do your job at the same time, you know. I don't know. It's sort of like one less thing. Uh, Yeah, I I see what you're saying. I, I, yeah, no, I definitely agree. I, I'd like fucking at this point sue him and then give the money to the Lakota people. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's awesome. But Neil does that shit all the time anyway. Right. And like, if you go, I was, I just was telling you guys beforehand, but this one's for the youngsters. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus, I don't like that yeah, at I've all. Already, I've already soured <laughs> to it. It's just so creepy. This one's for you fucks. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, that's right. Um, you fucks. I downloaded the – I recommend anyone who, who cares enough to listen to this podcast that you go get the Neil Young Archives oh, app. Oh, yeah. App. yeah. I just downloaded it, and I paid for the subscription, which is not – it's like one something, $1 something a month. It's dollar like $1 a month. Or 20 <laughs> Uh, a year.
3: Russ, for just a dollar a month, (laughs) you too could see Neil Young fuck up the words to his own
1: song at his home on Neil Young Archives. (laughs) Give him the details, Russ. For just 99 cents a month, you can see pictures of Neil's model trains.
4: A one-time payment. Uh, All you have to do is sign up. (laughs) Stop. For just a
3: dollar a month, you can sponsor Neil Young. (laughs) <laughs> and make sure he gets Zero. the medical care he needs
4: well i was gonna say that it, it's cool because it's soup it's i mean it's awesome yeah and yes, you can it's, listen it's really to every intense. album all the archives everything he's ever done essentially on this app um i'm definitely getting and it. it's better quality and you get like early ticket stuff and all that shit but also like neil has links to like right on the app to donate to like black lives matter or color of change and like So he's always doing shit like that, you know, and 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 he even said like in the um, when he was writing to Trump about that whole thing, he was like, you know, I supported Bernie and was he's very vocal about. Oh, yeah. He became a U.S. citizen of over. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So but I thought we should mention that. I thought that was that was cool. But I do agree. I think he should still sue. But I thought that I read that he had he had already done that.
3: No, it always starts with a cease and desist. Oh, yes. like cease any lawyer yeah. will tell you that. Yeah. We'll just send a letter first and see what's happening. you know, and yeah. it's ours you know- is coming any day now probably. Yeah, he's going to come out to t- <laughs> a town meeting song. What town meeting song would Trump use at his rally? Ooh, Russ, I don't know. Luke and Russ are in the band town meeting. All right, the Condon brothers here. And so just to let you know. Oh,
4: yeah, you didn't mention it at the top of this I know, one, did I didn't, you? Because yeah. we brought it up last time. We jinxed it. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm Sorry. sure. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it. if he was going
1: to pick one, I'd, I don't know. He'd probably just pick an up-tempo, too. Fuck the man. Yeah, he, yeah, but that's pretty blatantly about him. I know, but that would be, awesome. It's know, that'd be <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, it's
3: a- You could probably send an email to one of his people and say, hey, we love Trump. <laughs> Fuck the man is like saying... <laughs> You should yeah, vote we for Trump. Yeah. And they'll be like, hey, we should use this. And they won't even look into <laughs> it. They'll just fucking use, use Trump, it. The Trump, that's the yeah. Trump, Trump- yeah. camp voice. So they like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we could use this.
2: Hey,
4: guys, listen to this
1: news. Uh, Hey, Trump, listen to this news.
3: Fuck the use man. He use talk, use he's talking one. about... It's called
4: fuck the man. That, 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 yeah. that, that, that's about the establishment. Town <laughs> Cal- Cal- <laughs> Cal- Meeting
3: said that was about Biden. Get
4: off it. Luke's still getting fucked by this fly, too. Yeah, so there's a
3: fly flying around here. So this is going to be a cross between... A Neil Young podcast and Breaking Bad. Yes,
1: that one episode. That <laughs> right. Goddamn the fly, fly episode. episode.
3: Very controversial. You know what?
1: I'm going to kill the fly, and you know when? Tonight's the night
4: I'm going to do it. <laughs> there, it. it there it is. There. Segway. We should... Uh, let's get into you it. You want to talk about the tour issue? Because you you were mentioning that in the last well, episode. Well, let's... But hold on. Let's, yeah, before yeah, we let's talk this, about the album first. I just want to you get want into to like say, okay.
1: initial opinions. I'm very curious what you guys... Because this was his, the last of the Ditch trilogy.
3: Well, actually, it was the second. Right. Technically, the second. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The released last. Right, yeah. So, w- like, what's just your gut initial reaction to this album?
3: This is one of the greatest albums in.
4: in really? In you sound history. like me from On the Beach. No, seriously, yeah. <laughs> in history. Well, I'm,
3: I am like like, Tonight's the Night, that's my On the Beach. Okay. All right, wow. so that's that. I feel about this album like you feel about On the Beach. Okay. And much like you feel about this, Notes for You. <laughs> uh, I really love, and how we all feel about DeGarmo and Key.
4: Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, the greatest, a, the greatest rock duo of all time. Listen, take a drink every time right. we Listen, mention that. Some, Bullshit. Somewhere. Also, speaking of drinks, we were trying to get the sponsorship. Let's let's shout them out again. Carlson Orchards. I gave. Every, yeah. I gave my. I gave so, you fucks a... Yeah, uh, thank you. you it's fucks. The best one yet. Yeah, it's really good. Stand. It's Carlson yeah. Orchards. It's a cider, but it's Shandy Stand. Right, from Harvard, Mass. It's really locally produced. Good. Good. This might here, be one of my favorite Carlson's. This one's awesome. Oh, drink. With the lemonade there. <laughs> there it is. And I will say, well,
3: we and if we do get a sponsorship from you guys over at Carlson Orchards, we will we'll, we'll be satisfied with getting paid in product. Yes, That's very And true. we'll shout you on every episode. Yeah, every episode, you get a shout out, and then we'll embarrass you.
4: And Shu's got the fly in his eye. Yeah. Literally, yeah, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Ahead, and I do want to
1: mention uh, Lawson's Finest Liquids, the space in between. It's a passion fruit. That's a good one. Beer. That's good for uh, summer. I'm only mentioning it because you brought it, and uh, I loved it. And then I you went to it. the Country Mile today, and I grabbed the four-pack. And, of and also nice. you love
4: Dave Matthews, man. Uh, real fans between. call him Dave.
3: My first uh, gig in radio um, when I was part-time at WVGO in Richmond, Virginia, was going every Wednesday night to a place called the Flood Zone. And bringing Dave Matthews Band on stage because they were playing there every Wednesday really? night for free.
1: That's awesome! Wow, they, were,
3: they had been every Thursday night in Charlottesville at Tracks, and their manager Corin Capshaw said, "Well, let's break into Richmond. You guys can play there every Wednesday night because he owned the Flood Zone, and okay. I, I believe he also owned Tracks." So. Um, I had to bring the van down, hang up banners, and I'd go on stage, and they "Ladies gentlemen, please welcome the Dave Matthews Band. And it was and what was cool was... I hope
4: it sounded better than that. Oh, it sounded <laughs> way better than that. It <laughs> depended on how much weed I smoked that night.
3: Um, what was cool was seeing, like, 30 people from Charlottesville come to Richmond to see him. Yeah. And then in the weeks after that, just seeing that crowd grow and grow. And then they started... After a while, it was, like, packed every night. They started charging $5. You know, and then ten dollars and then under the table and dreaming came out they he charged
4: ten dollars at the door That's right, yeah.
3: yeah. he charge so. ten
1: dollars in a boys. And they dream. had a piano
3: player back then. <laughs> <laughs> and the I, boys believe, I believe I believe he, he left the band to finish uh, dentist school. He became a dentist, I believe. The so it's basically player.
1: the actual
4: story of that thing you do? Didn't yeah, yeah pretty thing. much, yeah. <laughs> that's right. The guy became a dentist, right? That's, that's so funny. one of them yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Did, uh, did they hike up their skirt a little and show their world to you?
3: D- <laughs> um, I don't remember that. <laughs>
4: they didn't because the world's on a string. Yeah. That's
3: right, man. Brought it
1: right back. Doesn't Come mean on. a thing, though.
3: All right, let's get into tonight's tonight.
1: night. I am – I think that yeah, is – Go ahead, Luke. Well, I'm saying oh. that that's interesting to me that you feel that strongly about it because this one, I do – I do like this album. It's it's not my favorite to be really? completely honest, yeah. I feel I'm in between. Okay. The, the, the Exactly. There it Sorry. is again. Sorry, Neil. We're so good at callbacks, I know Neil's probably not
3: a We're Dave so Matthews. good. I
4: can't follow this shit to <laughs> save I my life. I fucking hate Dave Matthews. Yeah, but what? What? Neil wants something straightforward and easy to follow? <laughs> right, Come on, yeah, exactly. No way. We're, right, we're right. fucking Neil Manning All right, right That's now.
3: That's the last Dave Matthews reference don't, on this podcast. Don't
4: make fucking Neil Manning a
1: verb. Please don't do that.
4: <laughs> Why? Maybe we'll get Peyton Manning on or something. No, Ooh. no.
3: No fucking Neil
2: <laughs>
4: Manning.
3: No. The only verb is nils. You got nilsed.
4: Nils
2: has a nice... Nice. You know? Yeah. Neils okay. on All this right. album is great.
4: Yes. Is but incredible. again, hero Ben Keith. Ben Keith is right. so good. So well this is good. this
3: is the album where Neil said um You know, this was the band that he should have had for Time Fades Away. Santa
4: Monica Flyers. 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 Sounds like a goddamn hockey team. Right, yeah, it's a minor league hockey team. Cue cue the Josh Dolan there, because we mentioned Uh, hockey.
3: Here, Josh Dolan sniff. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a minor league hockey team.
4: That was a good Josh Dolan, (laughs) dude. I just can't talk. And the uh,
3: <laughs> Listen to Josh Dolan on the Breaking the Ice podcast yeah, well with can, Isaiah and some other asshole named Mike Shu. I
1: don't remember what we were talking about, but it probably had something to do about radio. Jesus.
3: Yeah. So, so you know, he he got back. It was, I believe, it was. But it's Billy essentially the Talbot. Stray Gators. No, no. This well, album.
4: Oh no, because because it's crazy. Ben. Only Ben yeah. Keith. Oh, right. He's the only
3: one from Stray Gators because he. But it's he, like a mix. It's got, him
4: and then Crazy Horse. He's and, got the rhythm section yeah. for Crazy Horse. Right.
3: He's got uh, Billy and Ralph. Billy and Ralph. And then he's got Nils. Yep. And then And ben Jack Keith.
4: is on this too. Is the Jack studio, on, this? Not on the tour? Jack is on the studio.
3: Which, which song is Jack on? I don't think,
4: think he is. That's
3: why I don't I, think he is. Let's make a bet right now.
1: Because Neil plays piano on almost the whole thing. Tonight's the night right here. Or Yeah,
4: almost. yeah. yeah. Uh, Neil plays <laughs> Jack piano. Jack Nietzsche, electric piano on Come On Baby, Let's Did Go get Around Town. No, that was not no, your Mr. Right Miyagi moment. Oh, so big. But, that but that's not, I know, that's from Crazy Ho- that's from That was from uh, the, the Fillmore, right? Right, yeah. But yeah. he's also, it says, he's also on Lookout Joe on piano. I fucking love that Jack song. Nietzsche is? Yeah, that's what it says. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I love
3: that tune too. Yeah. We'll get into that when we get to the song. But So
4: maybe I don't
1: yeah. It's hard I, it's hard to articulate what I mean. It every time I listen to it, I, I didn't listen to it as much as I did the first four, but I I've probably listened to this one maybe six or seven times in the past week. Eh, probably closer to ten. But it, yeah. it meant something different each time, and a different song stuck out to me each time, which is why when we pick our top three, <clears> I re- feel like I'm going to have a tough time. No,
4: oh, it's tough. My top th- I, I I don't think I've even done it yet. Yeah. I've, I've gone back and forth so many times. I'm which is mine a good thing. I think it's a good listen. thing. Yeah. But
3: Much like On to, the Beach, Russ, Yeah, this is you, the one You don't want to cut anything. Right, yeah. 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 Um, Seriously, this is like to, every single to, song is to awesome answer to
4: that me. question, when I say I'm in between, I when I first listened to it, because I had only listened to this album... Like, before we started doing this podcast, before any of this was a thing, I had only listened to this album, like, maybe once a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And I only really remembered, I think, like, Tonight's the Night and Mellow My Mind, maybe. Um, Like, obviously, I knew Tonight's the Night because that's... That's the only one I knew. That's, like, the most recognizable one just because the title and how many times it's repeated and all that. And so when I went to listen for this episode... The thing that really struck me right away, first listen, was this album is fucking loose. Loose. This, yeah. this has to loose. be to me. This has to be the loosest yet. Right. This album is. I mean, how I mean, how many drugs and alcohol, like how much was right. involved, right? But and Neil, you know, yeah, Neil, because
3: yeah. Neil, this was like he took it even further. Like he yes. got with the band, and he said, "Okay, here's here's the verse. Here's the chorus. Uh, I want you to come in with the vocals here. Okay, yeah. let's go." And then they play it. And the band think, would think, okay, well, this is just a run-through. Right. But Neil would be like, that's good. Let's move on Let's to the go, next yeah. one. And yeah. and Nils Lofgren would be like, hey, shouldn't we rehearse? And Neil Young would be like, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah>. Fucking Neil, <laughs> right. man. Just no. We're not <laughs> yeah. rehearsing anything, you fuck. This is, a, <laughs> yeah. this is He didn't that, say yeah. that. I'm not quoting Neil there. <laughs> yeah, he but. called
1: them youngsters. He didn't call them you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck <laughs> fucking Nils. Um, <laughs> fucking youngsters. He,
3: so this is like his whole... You know, we talked about you know he he talked about when um, cinema verite, yeah. yeah, and he called this audio verite. Yeah, so yeah. this to me is the full realization yeah. of audio verite yeah. with Neil Young of him capturing the moment. The the thing Briggs David Briggs always pushed him to do. The thing right. Rusty Kershaw was trying to do with on the beach mm-hmm. was just whatever happens in that moment. There is going to be magic. Maybe not now, but eventually it's going to happen, yeah. and we're going to get it on tape. I and think this is how this, we're going to get it. This yeah.
4: album, and the fact that it—I it, mean, I know it—it's recorded first, and it came out after on the beach. Yeah, we talked about that, right?
1: But it was but, still but this, recorded after "Time Fades Away," right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um,
4: this album makes "On the Beach" even better for me. Right.
1: Okay. That's how Context. I feel. That's how right. I feel about it, and okay. and
4: that's one of the reasons why. I was saying I'm in between both of you, is that it? It because it makes my favorite album even better to me, then right. I, I it makes me like this album that much more. You, and when I first listened, I was like, wow, super loose. But as, like you were saying, Shu, the more and more and more and more and more I listened to it, the more that looseness became tight in a way, like, in a way that I really appreciate. Like you were saying, that uh, audio verite sort of thing. Right. And... <clears throat> These songs are, are are really good. Did even you hear Russ clear all, his throat
1: there? Because someone 20 years ago <laughs> was going to analyze yeah. that throat clear. Really, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I wonder what he was going through when he just cleared his throat.
3: He hear him clear I was going
4: through a Carlson Shandy stand. <laughs> he was saying,
3: he, when he cleared his throat, he was like saying, fuck you, shit. <laughs>
2: no, that's I'm basically when
3: Russ clears his throat, that's what he's saying. Like, shut the fuck up, Mike. You're, you're full of shit. Let me clear my throat. By clear my throat, I mean shut the fuck up.
4: <laughs> now let me clear my throat. I'm actually agreeing. I'm actually agreeing with you, and <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I had n- I would never have thought that this would be, and I have to rethink this album now, as far as in my tops. It's, Tonight's the yeah, night. Yeah, because I really like it a lot, and so that's why I guess I'm in between. I do hearing you say that. Oh, 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 oh Luke just told oh, me to fuck Luke off. Luke you to fuck off too, Shoot. <laughs> He just
3: told me to shut the fuck up. I didn't even have to. What the to hell, until Luke?
4: Said that. No, but it. <laughs>
1: After it makes sense to me after hearing tonight's the night that he delayed that till after on the beach because to go from time fades away into this, it would be too loose right together. Do you know what I mean? And on the beach separates it really nicely. Uh, uh, I disagree, really?
3: Yeah, I think that on the beach should have he should have waited, he should have released this, and only because it would to me. If you went from Time Fades Away to this, all right? Yeah. So it's starting to get dark on Time Fades Away. It's getting loose. It's getting rough, right? And then Tonight's the Night just takes that even further. And then On the Beach comes out, and it's kind of like an exhale.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, it starts with Walk On.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And it's it, literally, it's kind of like a breath. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's just raging through what's going on in his life with Time Fades Away, Tonight's the Night. And then with On the Beach... He's coming out of that, mm-hmm. you know. Even though on the beach can seem depressing at times, it's still kind of like he's coming out of some things he's dealing. This with. is
4: totally a, like these two albums are totally a call and answer. But
1: don't you think yeah. it needs that and breath I'll, though? I don't
4: know. No, I, I, I just
3: I think he should have just pounded it home, and then with on the beach, just let it go. Like that huh. was him letting. Well, to it, me, that was him letting go of, mm-hmm. or being able to let go of. Danny Witten's death in on and the beach, Bruce Barry. Yeah. Even and
1: with the, the clearing of the throat that he does in the song on the beach.
3: You know what I think that is? I think that the, the, someone's going to do a podcast. <laughs> it's the about, time travel. In about traveling 40 vampire. years. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm just going to clear my throat to let them know to fuck off. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a time traveling vampire. He, he admitted that in on the beach.
4: Oh, right. that's great! So no, that's I, that's I, why I think. Yeah, I, 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 you uh, know, man, I, I'm, I'm I, realized why he,
3: he didn't release it, yeah. and there were there was there's a lot of stories about why he didn't release this, for, yeah. like when it was ready after the tour and stuff, because David Briggs wanted a certain he had a certain mix. There were and there was, were the Danny w- was the
4: Danny Witten co-write and him singing lead with "Come On Baby," the, the the "Let's Go Downtown" or whatever. Was that always supposed to be on this record? I I think so. Okay. I mean, it totally makes sense to me. Yeah. I
3: mean, yeah. this this record is um, uh, who was it? Was it was it Talbot or Molina who called it uh, just a drunken Irish wake? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> oh, it was. I love that. And Neil Young said this was sending Danny on. This was you know sending yeah. those guys so on. So I I actually
4: you know. think I might I think I might side with you, Shu. I I, I think that he sh- I think it should have been released. In in time, like right. in, in order of of uh, recording.
3: I think what held it up was um, he just didn't think it was finished. Right. And he didn't like Briggs' mix. And David Briggs and him, this is like it really angered David Briggs and they didn't talk for a long time because David Briggs thought that his version should have been released. And that was with talking in between the songs.
4: Oh, yeah. There
3: were these raps in between the songs where they were just like drunk and high and just busting balls. And so
1: Neil wanted those left in? (coughs) No, David Briggs Briggs did. did. And I I think Neil Neil had
3: them removed. And then Neil, at first it was 12 songs, and I think Neil took away like there was a version of Winterland that was supposed to be on here. And there was another song. um,
1: Wait, Winter Long or Winterland?
3: Oh, no, Winter Long. Winter Long. Yeah, I'm sorry. And then there was another song on there, Something in a Fog. I forgot. I didn't write it down, but he took those out, and Briggs got really angry about that, too. He said, the album was already perfect, and you fucked it up.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, you know, Which but- is
1: weird, because you'd think those roles would be reversed. <laughs> because Neil's usually the one that wants to leave it in and let it feel abstract. And,
3: right. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Also, keep in mind that the record company was like, we don't want you to put this out. Right. Because they were looking for another harvest. Yeah, yeah. these, these right. past And that's why albums. he recorded Homegrown. Yeah. Because they were oh, looking for another right. harvest, he kind of he wanted to kind of get right. back there was to a, that sound. There too. was a yeah, whole other
4: album, album right. in the yeah. middle yeah. of all yeah. this. How do you feel about that? Should that have been released at this? At, you know, in listen, time too, listening or no? to
3: Homegrown now, no. Yeah, it shouldn't have been released anywhere in between. Time fades away. Tonight's the night on, the, on beach. the beach. That's I know. The, I that's the order. I believe it should have been
4: in.
2: Yeah,
1: I still like it. I I like it the way he put it out.
4: I like the. I think it I would like have been. I think the roller coaster. I think album. these no, no, no. two albums. No, oh, I get what you're saying there. Yeah, yeah. This it, yes. it makes it more dynamic. No, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. It. I think maybe it would have. They all would have had different reception, if they were released how they were recorded. Does that make sense? Like, I, yeah. Th- I no, think, I understand what you're saying. I think they would have been received by critics or the masses differently if they were released in in the order think that they were better recording? or worse received I don't know I want to say I think it would be worse worse I think w- I, I want to say worse sure.
3: because it by the you know he did time fades away which was pretty far removed from harvest I just and think this on, is like I think the worse for, for a,
4: a yeah. couple of them but I think on the beach would have gotten more recognition mm, I think maybe. on the, I think yeah. on the beach would have for the reason you said Chu, I think on the beach would have popped more yeah um that's just my I don't know
3: well this was the this was the you know, on the beach was the Honey Slides album. Totally. This was yeah. the this was the tequila and this cocaine was the drum, album. Yeah, this
4: was the al- alcohol, right. cocaine. Yeah.
3: And it's it's and he that was basically just another
4: Now we know
1: why you like it better. Instruments. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, man. <laughs> In the eight ball. No, um, shoe does meth. We already right, covered this. Right. That. Yeah. But that's a part of this you know, album.
3: Meth so. is more classy.
1: <laughs> um great. Here's what we're telling you heard all. You here. here. I'm <laughs> definitely isolating Hey, everyone,
4: Mike Shue just said, youngsters, <laughs> youngsters, meth is classy. No, he said meth is more classy. Yeah, That's sorry. right. Meth <laughs> is more classy. Yeah.
3: Don't do meth, but if you find some, send it to the Long May You Young podcast. <laughs> Thank you, youngsters. The reason
4: yeah. why I also <laughs> so agree, too, that too. it should have been uh, <laughs> put out in the, in the way it was recorded is, I know it might be a little early for this, but to- You know how you always ask me about my what my you think my theme is or whatever, yeah. Um, so I guess it's now now it's time for Russ. It's theme. My theme for this uh album is other than like the production value of being loose, like loose was Mm -hmm. one of the first things, but as I went through like lyrics and everything else, uh, searching is, is the theme, huh? So whether it's searching for meaning or um. Uh, as we go into the songs, I'll get into that. So I'm not. Well, gonna, I, yeah, I'm not going to pursue that because that. we will as we get into. On, the
3: Because on the beach, you said it was about meaningless. So yeah, Things so being that's
4: why I think that it. I'm agreeing with you that if it was re- right. released in the way it was recorded, it makes that the perfect call and answer because in this album, I feel Neil drunkenly, loosely searching or saying um, he can't get away from searching or. Fuck searching, whatever it might be. But he also brings up the meaningless. He brings up meaningless, and then I think he's searching for meaninglessness. Or sorry, he's searching for meaning, and then in on the beach he finds that it it is meaningless. Does that that make sense? So it it's almost that perfect call and answer where he's searching for meaning here because of everything that's gone on, blah blah blah, all the stuff we've talked about endlessly, and then in on the beach he sort of comes to the realization. That it, it is. That's interesting
1: because I feel like most people would
4: just say grief or anger. Like that's every review know. I've and read that, of this and album. And I know, and is, I've read that too, over and over and over again. That this is about grief, which and I don't loss know if I agree hundred percent. And then I was like, I totally okay, don't. I don't yeah. really like. I, I get why you think that because that's what was going on. Yeah. But to me, the thing that I you see it in in tons. Of, I'll go through it. You see, he says searching. Over and over again, he talks about searching. Mm-hmm. He uses that word yeah. in different in different right. ways. You know, as he did it on the beach. Too. And so we'll get yeah. into it each song, right. and, and you can pose that question, right. however, and and I'll and I'll sort of try to uh, make my point a little more concrete with each song as right. we go. But
1: well,
3: my, my theme would be exorcism.
4: Okay, Ooh, I like yeah. that
3: because he's you have all the stuff we've talked about in the last couple episodes with time fades away. And on the beach, you know, the death of Danny Witten, Bruce Berry, you know, marriage has gone wrong. The end of the 60s, Manson, the drugs starting to take over and take away people in his life and ruin the scene and and whatever ruin good people that he's seen, you know, with a lot of talent, stuff like that. Um, To me, that's this is part of that. This is part of him saying, all right, well. if this is what the 70s are going to be like, then I'm going to just like, I'm going to get into what the 70s are about here. I'm going to just, hmm. I'm so going to get, different- I'm going to, I'm going to dig so deep and get so, so down that it's like there's nowhere to go but up. Mm-hmm. And on the beach was that start of coming, to me of starting up. to come up. Yeah. Like you said, but the, he wanted to like just, breath. he wanted to get rid of it. Yeah, he wanted to like say, okay, well, well the it, only way to get rid of this if we get really here into
4: reminds it. me of also of time fades away. So how do you differentiate the two? And which one was first? Time, time fades, fades away was tour first. was first as well. Right? right. Yeah, yeah. How, yeah. That was how, that
3: was the technically the Harvest tour. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 And he didn't play anything from Harvest. Right. Which is so. So fucking that's neo. why
4: everything you're saying about this <laughs> reminds <laughs> really me of is. of time fades away tour and, and right. album. Um, yeah, because that also that exorcism that, that it, right. I feel like these the the, the two of the uh, uh Time Fades Away and Tonight's the Night have what you're talking about. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then like you said, on the beach is right. is well, like you I, I agree a hundred percent agree with what you're saying. Right.
2: There's still some of that.
4: I'm on just on saying the beach. how do you differentiate Time Fades Away and Tonight's Night with your with the point you just
3: made. Well, I I don't think every single song on Time Fades Away dealt with that. Agreed. Okay. Right. I yeah. think that um Last Dance, yeah, uh, was the start. Yeah, technical, technically, that was the start of tonight's the night.
4: Okay,
2: okay, you know, cool. Yeah,
3: that was like, you know, the hippie days are over. You, gotta a you got to get job. You now. get that
4: in speaking out. Speaking out. I love that. <laughs> <It's> yeah, <laughs> I okay. love how yeah. he says that yeah. at the end. But I it's think like that, it's nowhere in the song, and then just right at the it's end. Just speaking, out. speaking out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like I needed a title for this song. <laughs> Where did they record this album?
1: All
3: right, so well.
4: Um, was it live?
3: Yeah. Okay. So they recorded it at. Okay. So Bruce, let's not talk about.
4: It, but not these songs were not. They were recorded live, but they yeah, weren't live. But they from weren't live. Yeah. Not except right. for except for the Danny Witten, the Crazy Horse right. tune. Yeah. I right. believe was the only one.
3: That one, and then. Um, uh, yeah, you're right. The yeah. uh, borrowed, borrowed. Borrowed tune. Borrowed, tune, borrowed yeah. tune. That was recorded, I believe, during. The time fades away tour. So that's the only one that wasn't. Also not part of okay. the recording sessions at um what was the name of the place? It was let's talk about Bruce Berry because they recorded it at a place he started.
1: Oh, okay. Right. So I didn't know that. Bruce Berry He was a working man.
3: He was a working man. He loved that fucking o'connell line. He band.
4: loaded it. He probably loved it too. No, he I thought he loved it. He loads it. Does I he? always thought it was love too. Let's let's go to the tape. Okay. I have it on the Neil Young Archives lyrics. What well what do
3: they know? That is not a reliable source, Russ.
4: (laughs) Straight from Neil. (laughs) No,
3: let me go on the internet here. Let me go to Wikipedia. I'm
4: on the Neil Young archives, and I'm going to the song, and it says load.
3: Yeah, okay, you're right. He used to load. I thought he used to love that. Dude, I
4: I always thought it was that, too. Oh, fuck me. It's okay. Hold on. It's that fly. I'll just blame it on the fly. fly. All right, we get it, Neil. (laughs) <laughs> you got a few Tonight's more. Dude, he's
3: building the mood. Be
4: patient. Yeah, Be patient. I actually love that.
2: Tonight, I love that about
4: this. song too. I wouldn't have it any other way.
2: Tonight,
0: tonight. was a working
2: man. He used to love that man,
4: You're right. Now that you say that, I hear it clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I I I thought the same fucking thing though, shoe. Obviously, Luke did too, but yeah, it's load. Well, they because that was his job, literally right. his job. Well, that, no, yeah. so he
3: he started a company called Studio. Also, right
4: also, I also get this right? Yeah, here. get it right. But also, I love I love the he used to load that line. van. van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. In oh. case you weren't sure, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: van Studio <laughs> Instrument Rentals. Yes. Right? So he yes. started that with his brother. Yeah. Not Bruce not, did. Bruce did, but not the brother that was in Jan and Dean. Jan Barry, you know, you familiar with Jan and Dean? Dead Man's Curve, Surf City.
1: The only Berries I know besides uh, I know Bruce is uh, is, is here we go.
3: Oh, you're not going to bring up that movie again, are you? You're not going to bring up the no, no, don't stop it! Shut up! (laughs) I know what you're going to say, (laughs) and it it infuriates
4: me. Shut up!
2: It's Bruce's it's cousin. me, your cousin. It's Bruce. Shut up, Marvin You know Marvin that, Barry. You know that right. big
4: sound you've been looking for? You know that, that.
3: That's the Back to the Future I've seen. All right. There. You got your fucking Back to the Future mentioned Are you I done? I
1: hate the look in your eyes once you both realized what I was going to
3: do. It was like rage and terror.
1: <laughs> Listen, just because his cousin, Marvin Barry,
4: Shut up. And <laughs> cut his hand opening
1: a trunk. <laughs> wasn't supposed to happen.
4: A, ca- a Cadillac gave him a hole in his arm. <laughs> That's right, man. <laughs> I'm jumping ahead. Oh, boy. Bill on the hill. Oh, my God. How about All right. That was the last right. one. Sorry. I promise. was so, so
3: the last one. Bruce Barry was the brother of Jan Barry, who was in Jan and Dean. Huge um, surf music, like the Beach Boys. Sounds very familiar. Yeah. look If you look them up, they had a bunch of hits in the 60s with the Beach Boys. And then Jan got into a car accident and it severely affected the way he sang so they had to stop but he with his other brother started a studio instrument rentals and so it's basically like they found that there are these artists who needed equipment and so they found the opportunity they went out they got a lot of equipment and they rented it out and they you know loaded it and they became roadies and and uh bruce berry became a roadie for crosby stills nash and young and that's how neil young knew knew him yeah that he was like this young, young kid. I mean, he was basically like 19 or something like that when he started working for Crosby, Stills, and Nash and & Young. And they all loved him because he had this great personality. You know, that whole line, he had sparkle in his eyes, yeah. but his life yeah. was in his hands. You know, unfortunately, he became a horrible heroin addict. He
4: was heroin, too. So it was same yeah. and, they, and Neil
1: fired him, too, because didn't he lose one of Stills' guitars? No,
3: no, the, the, the guitar story is from David Crosby. Oh. So he was supposed to be taking care of David Crosby's guitars, and he went out and sold one or two of I think he was supposed to comb his mustache, too. Did he do that? <laughs> I just like to bring up oh. Crosby's stuff I would imagine David Crosby would get Every one of many women him. to comb his mustache. He definitely, and not definitely some, did that. Not yeah. some male roadie. You heard yeah, it here first. Right. Crosby
1: right. could only get off once a woman comb, right. Combed, right. Lovingly right. combed Exactly. His lovingly his combed his mustache. That's right. With
4: like some old <laughs> antique horse comb or something, you know? Like... Made out of wood. No, whalebone. <laughs> <Yeah>, whalebone <laughs> comb. It's right. definitely a whalebone whale bone comb, <laughs> comb. <Right. laughs> for Crosby's yes. stats. Make a fucking meme out of that. Yeah, Make a goddamn exactly. artwork out of that. That's that's a a whalebone <laughs> comb for of, of all the ridiculous jokes you. we've
1: made, though, that one feels the most uh, true. It's okay. Right, yeah. Just, really <laughs> that could does. actually be true. It, it right. really does. So, um, Go ahead. Sorry. So
3: he uh, was supposed to take care of David's guitars. He was like in charge of those. Uh, he went out and sold like one or two of them for heroin.
1: Sold and, David
4: Crosby's wow. guitar. Right. David
3: Crosby's like, "What's up with my guitar?" And he's like, "I don't know. I think somebody stole them." Where's a man. my really fucking, fucking whalebone
4: comb? Even more yeah. importantly, you better not have lost my whalebone yeah. comb, you son of a bitch. Yeah,
3: because the girls want that whalebone comb. <laughs> so he he did that, and um, and Neil brings that up in the uh, the Tonight's the Night tour that followed the album. There's a part in Tonight's the Night where. I think they bring it down. I think it's in tonight's night. So the band brings it down, he starts telling a story about Bruce Berry. You know, he loved to to take out the guitar after you know, after we were all done and and then he lost these guitars and then he disappeared for a while. But then he came back looking for work and he was still a junkie mm. and oh, that's and right. they I were like this. yeah, they were like so you know what do you, you can what do you want to do? And he goes, well, I can take care of your guitars. And Neil was like, Well, you already took care of some of our guitars. I'm paraphrasing here. You know where did those guitars go, Bruce? They went into your fucking arm. Yeah, they went into your arm. And he would yeah. say that like live. Yeah, and like then at one point at one show in like England or something, he just kept yelling it. They went into your arm. They went into your arm. And then the band just starts doing this like freaky noise thing. And, and this Nils, is after Nils Bruce Lofgren passed, said he jumped right? on the piano. Yeah. Yeah. And like started ripping the piano strings out of the piano while they were like, it was like a chaotic Jeez, scene. And that led, shit. that led some critic in England to say the real Neil Young is dead.
4: Uh, what? Yeah.
3: yeah. Wow. Yeah, who's so. the
4: real Neil Young though?
3: Exactly. Right. What did he say? That what was that quote we brought up a, a couple episodes ago? Uh, you know, with Harvest. Yeah. People thought they they had me figured out, right. and I don't want that. No. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's oh, the man. Bruce Berry guitar yeah, story totally. with that's David Crosby. But you know, so Luke's he everybody loved the, him. On. Luke's trying to get the fly. No, you oh boy! Talking. Everybody loved him, and that was a that was a a big loss. He's got it
4: in his hand. Luke's got it in his hand. And he's going to slowly crush it. Oh, oh he's dude. got his
3: life in his hands. Look at that. Look, How about oh my that god!
4: fucking segue? You had it in your palm. I know, you don't, I'm know. i going to keep doing this
1: because this fucking fly is going to That's gonna one of God's on creatures.
3: All right? <laughs> yeah, I
4: know. Shut the so fuck up. Just... All God's
2: <laughs> creatures. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Neil used that fly on Earth.
4: There's a fly <laughs> in the room. <laughs> going to crush it. With they, a broom? So
3: they recorded this album at their place, studio, instrument, and rentals. And so they, they had a rehearsal space in this place. And what they did was it had a small stage. So, yeah, they played live on stage like it was a live gig. Right. But there was no audience. Yeah. So what David Briggs did, they started at Sunset, Sto- Sunset Sound. And David Briggs was like, this place sucks. It's stiff. It's sterile. mm They went there. David Briggs and his crew basically took sledgehammers and smashed a hole in the side of the wall, in one of the walls to the rehearsal studio and backed up a mobile recording truck to it and just ran everything through this hole. And then what would happen is uh, Neil and the rest of the band would come in during the day and they'd start drinking tequila and smoking weed and doing coke and playing pool and playing poker. And they would get they would get fucked up.
1: Yeah. And then at and, midnight.
3: And then, yeah, uh, later in the in the night, they would just feel that... Like, I think it was Ralph Molina who said, when you start drinking and doing cocaine, you get that glow. Uh, and that's everybody knows what that glow is. And when we had that glow, we knew it was time to play. Yeah. And so they would go in and they would play. And you, you, you see this phrase a lot when people are talking about recording tonight's tonight tonight's the night is it was wide open because um yeah who was it? It was uh it was one of the guys in Crazy Horse. It was Billy Talbot, I think. Billy Talbot called it the drunken Irish Wake. Which I love. Right. Ralph Molina said they drank and did Coke till you got that glow. But then it was um oh it was Melina. Well, Molina who oh, said it was great. It was like it was playing live But you didn't have to worry about embarrassing yourself in front of a bunch of people. And he said that that opened up the band even more, and that opened up Neil even more, Mm -hmm. that it was just them playing, but they were playing live on a stage, Mm -hmm. and they just didn't give a fuck. And that's what Neil was going for. That was like, I just don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I just don't care about the fucking hippie dream. It's dead Mm You know the sixties are dead; they're dying; they're dropping like flies. No pun intended. With this fucking fly <laughs> in the studio, left and right. You One know, of us is
1: gonna have our Mr. Miyagi moment. Vietnam <laughs> is, is still
3: going on. There is still people getting killed. You know the government is fucking. You know corrupt. was
1: Vietnam still going on too? Yeah,
3: Vietnam 74? went on to like
1: seventy five. Okay,
3: that's when they finally pulled out of there, and the uh, the North Vietnamese took over. But um, so this was that was his. So that's what they would do. And Mel Brooks, you know Mel Brooks? Oh, yeah. Okay, me. so Mel Brooks was friends with somebody who worked there. In the he, studio? Yeah, and he invited Mel Brooks to one of the sessions. And so uh. Mel Brooks hung out in this control room and watched as Neil Young and the band just got fucked up. <laughs> and then That's they'd start awesome. playing, and then he saw the engineers rushing to rec- start recording everything. And, and I think Mel Brooks' quote was, um, yeah, you mean first they do that? And then they do
1: this.
4: (laughs) He couldn't believe how
3: fucked up they got. And then started recording. And that's basically... That's like...
4: And that's basically how we record every episode of this? Uh, Almost. <laughs> it's, that's not far We off. do it while we're recording.
3: Yeah. Neil did it
4: before. So then Mel Brooks invited Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder <laughs> right. came by, saw the whole experience, and that's where he was inspired for the tunnel scene from Willy Wonka. That's true. Right. And that's why right. it's so fucking exactly. fucked up Very and true, creepy and yes. scary.
3: <laughs> so that, that, that's basically the, the recording of Tonight's the Night. And wow. most of it was done in one day. Wow. They did come back, so uh, it was like, almost
4: another barn situation. Kinda, like a live, yeah. yeah. And it was
3: David Briggs egging them on, wow. you know. But they they spent a few days,
4: and so that talking stuff that Neil took out also happened during the recording, of right? Because yeah. they were
3: set up playing live, right. and so and in between songs, yeah. they'd be like going back and forth with each other. And Briggs I wanted love to keep that. So no in one, there. so no that.
4: one in this recording would have been on heroin. Probably no, not that Neil, I not that I hated heard. heroin, they, but right. they might have without
1: him. D- d- without isn't there him a, a story of uh, and this might have even been Danny, but him like the band going for a drive. And then once Neil found out that they were just buying heroin from a dude, he got
4: out and just ran down the road. That
3: was before
4: that was probably a crazy horse. Yeah, that story. was
3: that was yeah. when he first like got rid of crazy horse. Yeah, so that yeah. was before Harvest.
4: Yeah, I don't think he would have. I don't think he would have allowed heroin to be anywhere near any of this, especially the subject matter of these songs. Yeah. Right, especially you know, so but so, yeah. Some so people think this
3: is an anti-drug album, but I you don't can't think it you is, can't but really say that but it's when pro alcohol. It's pro like tequila, weed, and cocaine. Right. Yeah, you know, it's and definitely cocaine. And definitely,
1: there. yeah, yeah, and definitely weed. I mean, roll oh, yeah. another number for the roll. Oh, that's such. <laughs> I love that so such much. A, yeah, such a such good such song. Great tune.
3: But so Neil and I think in Shaky Neil said, "Well, I don't know if it's anti-drug, but it definitely doesn't glorify drug use." Yeah, that's what he was going for. Like he did, he wanted to make it.
1: I think it hits it from all angles. Like you have so many different. Like "Mellow My Mind" is one is one view of it, and then which I don't think is about. But
3: "Tired Eyes" is another view of it. Oh yeah, Yeah. you know, which is just like how it can all just go so horribly wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then roll another number, and you just have so many. This is a great album. album.
4: It's a fucking great album. It is. It's
3: really. I've really like. Like everybody knows, this is nowhere still my favorite album. Yeah, still, Million, yeah. But this now is like creeping in there.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay. You know,
3: and, and like you, Russ, I didn't like when I first heard it, I was in high school. Like when I first heard everybody knows this is nowhere. And I yeah. immediately went out and bought that. And then all I heard was, well, tonight's the night's like one of his greatest albums ever. So I bought that and I listened to it maybe once. And I'm like, I don't get it. You it's, know, I'm yeah, 16. It, I'm 16. I'm yeah. like, I don't, I don't really get it. Right. At this
4: point, and the more know? and more and more you listen to it, the yeah. more it's like, fuck. I didn't These the songs just get stuck in your head, and yeah. like, yeah. Even even like, I uh, we'll get into it. And I actually really have to pee. <laughs> I, I can't keep going. I need to. Piss.
2: Well, let's
3: take a break, and then yeah. we'll get let's into the we'll get take a break, and then we'll yeah. take a break. <laughs>
0: See, that's where they kiss for the first time on the dance floor. And if there's no music, they can't dance. If they can't dance, they can't kiss. If they can't kiss, they can't fall in love. And I'm history. Hey man, the dance is over. Unless uh, you know somebody else that can play the guitar.
2: You can't play this
4: whole thing. (laughs) I
1: can do whatever I want. This is for all (laughs) shoes. Fucking fuming over there. (laughs) He's so fucking tired of
3: this. Op break. (laughs) (laughs) Op break. Take Russ took a, a pee break. break. He drank had a too bunch much ciders. <laughs> of ciders. Drain <laughs> the main vein. I don't oh, get what this has to do with
1: me. These guys are assholes. <laughs> <Sad> <laughs> they seem to be obsessed with Robert Zemeckis flicks. <laughs> <laughs> He's a terrible director. <laughs> That's Neil's hot take. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, pee break. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm going to have to do that every fucking time. <laughs> the Pink Floyd one was Can anyone best. tell me who the composer is? Of what? Earth Angel? No, of uh
1: of of break I just future. made that up.
4: Yeah, Robert Smec uh, is go- his go-to. It
1: was uh Al- alan uh Silver S- Silversose Silvestri, whatever, or Silvestri, whoever. Who say. cares? I care.
3: Yeah, you're I the only one. I always that, I you was, and Alan Dude, Silvestri was, are wait, the, was, the only was, two people that care. Was
1: it Alan Silvestri or was it co- his cousin Marvin? Sil- <laughs> Shut
4: up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, I was the yeah. nerd. I was the nerd in school who, like, whenever people would talk about, you know, whatever the movie was, it'd be like, oh yeah, the composer is Danny Elfman. Because like my when I was a kid, like, you, I, you say right. the punches was, came fast and hard. I, I yeah. land yes, on your back of the schoolyard. I was obsessed with John Williams. <laughs> I mean, I mean like anytime, that's, not, that's not bad. John Williams is. When great. I was a little kid dude and I watched whatever it was, Jurassic Park, Star Wars, any of those, I was just always so blown away by the music. I was just always drawn to the music and and I and I just got into looking into who it was and I realized John Williams is one of the greatest composers of all time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then ever since then I've just I mean he's no Danny I've Elfman. always look, like figured out, oh, who's the composer and then see like, you know, a lot of directors have their person, you know. Right. Hans Zimmer and Christopher Hans Zimmer Nolan. Christopher right? De yeah. Key, or James <laughs> James Newton Howard, because Dark Knight is. I think <laughs> Take was, a drink. Someone said that it was, to uh, <laughs> no. That was Scorsese's
1: group. Was he was a big De and Key? Key. Yeah, yeah that's right. Is
4: actually that ties in with this album and the band because right. Scorsese's guy was Robertson, still is Robbie Robertson. Let's that's get into tonight's Tonight.
3: Yeah, can we get into the fucking album, please?
4: Talk to the fucking composer fucking dork over Jesus here. Jesus
3: Christ, we just did a whole podcast Compose, inside a podcast Dorko. about movie composers.
1: <laughs> Listen, youngsters, weigh in here. Who's, oh, uh, God, don't call them <laughs> youngsters. <laughs> who's your favorite composer?
3: Hey, kids, <laughs> who's your favorite composer?
1: <laughs> um, Yeah, let's hop in. You're talking about the song, not the album. Yeah.
4: So yeah. Who's, uh, who's playing piano here at the top, then?
3: That's Nils. That's
4: Nils, right? Yeah, I believe yeah. that's Nils. Nils is great on this album. Yeah, Nils
3: is, and because, and also he played piano on the tour. So
4: this is Neil on guitar.
3: Yes, I believe. Does this anyone? Is
4: Neil. Did anyone else catch the pretty woman vibe in this? Yes. No. You I did? couldn't figure out what it was, but that's definitely what I was catching. Play it. Do 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 do. Listen. Yeah. Uh, okay. When you listen to this, and you hear you like the a, in between, you know
1: where it might. You might want me to start. It would
4: be just like after the verses. So like after Bruce Berry, listen in between each line. You'll hear Neil's guitar part and think pretty woman right here yeah you're you right. hear it, it? Was right there was listen to the guitar heart, in between
2: in
4: oh yeah there it you is it?
3: yeah very good
4: there it is i got it very good from shoe they're
3: very good Ross. <laughs> You get a candy bar. Ah,
4: oh, you get a scone? Yeah, you
3: get a scone. Glaze, <laughs> extra glaze. I also love the Tupperware.
4: So this is my thing. I like pointing out all the fucking little things. <laughs> but uh, I also really like how Neil does this, when, when he says the spine, and it, the chill went down my spine, and then it does that. Yeah. i so That glad even might be Ben Keith, though. I, I'm so glad you
1: said the pretty woman I think thing. I because I was yeah. trying to figure out, I'm like, I know this from someone, but it's it's yeah, Orbison. Yeah.
4: yeah, it's Roy Orbison. And, and like Mike was saying, that he's... A big influence. It's another
1: borrowed tune on Neil.
4: Yeah, well, oh kind of. It sure
3: is. Yeah. yeah, but he doesn't credit Roy like he did the Stones. No, he doesn't. We'll get to that. Yeah. Let's get.
4: Let's talk about right. tonight's the night.
3: Yeah. So here we go. Getting into tonight's the night and the title first, track. The title track and the introduction track, and then there was the outro. Tonight's the night. Yeah. Why do you think he did that?
4: Because he's fucking Neil, he's man. Fucking Neil. I.
1: This is. I know he did it too. For was it Hey Hey My My? He did didn't, didn't right. do like two different versions yeah. of that. I don't. I don't know if I like it at the beginning and end of this. I don't know. I don't like it at the I end. I like it.
3: I, I think it's part of the whole... This is like a whole... I don't want to call it a concept. Yeah. But it's, on the, it's, it's on
4: the verge of These that. are
3: the stories that go... It's kind of like the bookends. Yes. But you know? I agree. To me, it's right. not two That's different
1: a, versions. It's just... The same
4: thing. It's
2: right. just
1: no, like, it is.
4: Ver- it's different versions. The groove is different, but mildly different.
1: Yeah,
3: they're not mm. so you different. You just
4: played that. Play the last one now that it's fresh in our minds. Okay. I mean, yeah. we're not, I know we're not on that song, but it's a, like you said, it's essentially the same song.
3: It is the same song. I the, the listen to the, to the, the outro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a little tonight's darker, darker. It's a little
4: funkier, right. a little darker. You got Ben Keith. Mm-hmm.
3: All right,
2: tonight's night.
4: And that's what this different. is, yeah. you know.
3: This is this is the and this his... one
4: they're like way loose, even more loose, right? And like some, they start singing, and then like Neil goes to the verse, and they weren't ready for it, and they're just like, ah. well, this hold is hold th- on, keep it right here, a little bit longer. No, it's definitely different.
0: Right here, they try to sing it again. Coming up
4: in a minute. The guitar is different. You don't even hear that pretty woman. Well, that's tonight. not yet.
2: But, uh,
4: See, they keep singing it because they think oh, yeah. he's gonna keep going. Right. Yeah, it's like, yeah. The, it, and Neil leaves that in. It's like part of that sort of Briggs thing. Like, right. That's why I think I liked it. It like the bookends thing. Yeah, I like that because all
3: these stories are related. This is all about, like he said, this is the send off for Danny yeah. Witten and Bruce Barry. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is what this album is about. You're you're reaching as low as you can go. You know, he wanted this to be. Loose and messy and raw and ugly. Yeah, you know, they they booked it. They they like they booked or they they got rooms in like he said the seediest hotel that they could find in in L A. Like the hotel he stayed at when he first moved to L A. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was just like an awful awful place. But he just wanted it to be as just the underbelly of show business, mm-hmm. the ugly side. Everybody sees like the performances and the television shows and things like that. And he wants this to be well, no, this is what it's this is what it's like. There's people like dying of drug overdoses and there's people getting killed in drug deals mm-hmm. and the you know, the whole again, the sixties are over. Yeah. So I think that's why it's bookended. Like this is all that's the theme here. It's the exorcism yeah. of the sixties, the hippie mm-hmm. dream, getting rid of
1: that.
4: Tonight's and, tonight, <clears throat> it's right now. I can see right that. Right I just
1: I, I just dis, I it's not a choice that I care that much about. I don't know. He
4: also did a live.
3: So with the tour after this, he he did the same thing.
4: I think he's trying to say, well, he's trying to say, tonight's the night. It, it, you, what do you think you, that you, means,
1: though? It, like it, in, it's, in knowing what you know about this, the context of the song, why tonight's the night?
3: Well, I think it has it also has something to do, and I always go back to this line for "Are you ready for the country?" That tell your story before it's time to go. Mm-hmm.
4: Tonight's right. the it's, night. It's, you it's could, him saying, like you were just saying, shoe which we've said in almost every episode, the 60s are over. Right. What you think is real isn't real. There's now. You're in the, like, there's tonight, and it's the night. Tonight's the night. That's it. You gotta do it. Don't wait for, you know, two nights from now. Don't wait for next week. Tonight's the night. Yes. and, And my themes for this album are like, keep it, keep searching, but keep it loose. And, and, this, the, this song is very loose, and coming back to the tonight being the night, the, this is what he is trying to drive home.
2: Hmm.
4: So, we, in the middle, of, in, all in between these bookends, the two tonight, ten, uh, tonight's the night songs, the different versions, starting and finishing with it, we get, we get into where I'm going to keep bringing up the searching theme. But it starts and ends with right now. Tonight is the night. Right. Tonight, so everything tonight. that's happened and everything that I'm looking for and I think I'm going to find somewhere in something, in someone, in the death of someone, in whatever it might be, my head in the clouds, all that, and thinking it matters or hoping it matters and everything else, tonight is the night. So
1: I took it a little bit different and
4: I agree with you, but uh-huh. I, I've, I think I
1: read it a little bit different. What's the one of the last lines of that second verse where he talks about the, the I'll never forget the night I heard that he died out on the main line, out on yeah. the main line. And then he goes right into yeah. tonight's the night yeah. to me it's almost like he's saying it's still fresh it's this many days months years removed and it's still tonight's the night that it feels like it feels like this just happened tonight like I it still feels like I just heard this yeah. news
2: Yeah
3: and I also have a I have a similar Theory on that too—that you know, tonight's the night that I'm gonna
1: die. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You know, oh, so, like sim- it's- so
3: very similar to that. Like, to, like it's fresh in his head when he got that call about Bruce Barry or Danny Witten, right? And so, like, tonight's the night. This is what's going on in my head, but also like, tonight's the night. I'm tonight. I'm gonna die
1: tonight. Like Neil, I'm gonna die, or like from Barry's perspective. Well,
3: kind of Neil did call this.
1: A a suicide note without a suicide. Yeah, that's right.
3: I don't know if he was referring to the whole album, or Or just the song, or just the song. Tonight's the night. Yeah, but yeah, he called it a suicide note without a suicide. Wow. Yeah, I didn't put those
1: two things together. Yeah,
3: so that's another thing I get from that, but which is similar to what you're saying.
1: Yeah. You know.
4: Did you read the the thing that it was? He liked the idea of starting and ending an album, but originally it was going to be walk on. Yeah. And then, yeah. they, and then they changed yeah. it. He changed it to tonight's. The night. Which I'm glad. Yeah, I well, that I, would be kind of weird to have walk on. Walk on would not fit with way any too, of these other songs. Yeah. It's
3: way. I mean, there, you know what? There are some positive songs on this album. For but sure. Walk on is way too positive. It yeah. does not fit. Yeah. You know.
4: On oh, this song. Was, yeah. He liked the idea of like you do it when you walk on, and then you do it when you walk off right. the stage, type of thing. So yeah. that was like the concept, of, and then they went with tonight's the night. And yeah.
3: Stuff. But this tune, you know, this is like this is kind of announcing this is about the people who we've lost. Yeah. You know? yeah. And by mentioning Bruce Berry, he mentions Bruce Berry specifically, obviously, but I don't think it's just about Bruce Barry. I mean, a lot of these lines in the song and there's not a lot of lines in this song, but a lot of them could also be easily be applied, in my opinion, to Danny Witten. Yeah. Know, the whole thing about his voice, you know, was real as the day was long. Yeah. You know that this guy was the, well, like, and, the real thing. And
4: another common Neil theme that we always come to every episode—it's not just one thing, and it's also com- uh, kind of always about himself. Right. When I hear that line in a shaky voice, that was as real as the day is long, I think Neil. You're
3: right. Exactly. You know, you know what I mean? That, that just line, describes yeah. himself exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're absolutely the right. The book is there.
0: called Shaky. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's that. That could be it too. He could be singing about himself, like the yeah. suicide. Note I think without the in suicide. the
4: way we talked about him channeling Manson, right, for, mm-hmm. for Revolution Blues, this Tonight's the Night it, it kind of ties together each point we've all made. He's channeling Danny and uh, Bruce, you know, all these people that he's lost and all the stuff that he's felt and suffered and gone through in these past however many years now, like three or four years and he's singing, he's taking that all on. Like you said, Mike, exercising, right? Mm-hmm. The the demon, yeah. uh, like in that. a manner of speaking. The 60s. And, yeah, yeah, and 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 that death, that loss, that heroin, that grief, that pain, whatever it might be, the dealing with the fame and the success in the mm-hmm. middle of the roadness and right. and everything we've talked about endless, <clears throat> endlessly. And, you just told me and, and to fuck off again. I did, yeah. Stop. And then in, the, <laughs> in, in, in all those things, he's taking that voice, he's taking that role, and he, in each way we've brought it, he's saying, Tonight's the Night. You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And I like that it starts and ends because of that. So, well, Walk On would have been weird. Yeah,
3: Walk, walk On, on would have been, been very out of so,
4: place.
1: Good job. Even though
3: he wanted it to be on this album.
1: Yeah. But. I just don't, I, I just, it's not my favorite thing. I feel like this album should have began with Tonight's the Night and it should have ended with Lookout Joe. Hmm. I could have gone without mm, the last two songs. You know what?
3: I don't. I, I disagree, because Look Out Joe was kind of, it's like that song, It's the song to me is about Vietnam, guys coming back from Vietnam. Yeah, no. I, They're I, coming from one fucked up world into another well, fucked up world.
1: Agreed, and I think it should be there. I just think it, that should be the last song. Yeah, yeah.
4: You don't like Tired Eyes? Not really. Oof. I'll get tired Eyes that.
3: would have been a good ending to me I love in tired this eyes. cycle of songs. Well, we'll get into it when we get there. Yeah, we'll get there. All right. Well, let's, let's well, get we'll there. We'll change Luke's mind. Let's, let's no, you mo- won't. Let's move on to the next tune.
4: Speaking out.
1: Speaking out.
3: Speaking
2: out.
1: Speaking out. Speaking out. He says that at the end. Yeah, can yeah. you
3: beginning. play that? I lo- just love the way he says it.
2: Speaking out. Speaking
4: out. Speaking <laughs> Dude, out. Dude, he sounds like fucking Rick. Huh? He sounds like Rick.
1: Where's my drink?
4: <laughs> Speaking out. Can I go, Speaking out.
1: Can I go right to my favorite part of the song? Yes.
2: Okay.
4: Yeah.
1: And then this solo is uh, holy shit. Yeah.
4: Oh god. I love the it's harmonics. Like Listen here. Oh shit. Yeah. It's like half. He harmonics. does harmonics. Yeah, like it's half, like half, half, harmonics. half, half this. harmonic harmonics.
1: Uh, yeah. It's very. If we it's, get a hand like, for
3: Nils Lofgren. Yeah. Not getting the credit fucking, he deserves as a guitar hey, player, the fucking, fucking Nils,
4: fucking Nils, man. Fucking nils, to me, man. Put, he gets a you fucking. You can put nils. that solo up with, with any of the great blues guitarists, right? You know, yeah. Like that is a. But uh,
3: technically, also, he's you know he can. But it's just a very. As you can it.
4: tell, he's been hanging around Neil. Right, because it's it's super technical blues, right. but it's also very Neil real. You know, it's also yeah. very fucking and that's that's blues, under the influence Neil of
3: eat. gallons of tequila oh, and yeah. weed and cocaine. <laughs> so what happens there is, you know,
4: correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like Neil goes, "All right, Nils," and then yeah. Neil. I mean, sorry, and then Nils right before he fucking does yeah, that. Yeah. All right, he's just like, <laughs> "All right," and then he because they probably probably weren't so
3: planning good. on yeah. it. You know, he's probably just like, okay. Go ahead and solo. Yeah. Yeah. I love that because he barely to do. he barely told him to. Yeah, and you can hear a lot of that stuff throughout this album. You can hear, like, somebody hitting their mic stand. You yeah. know, and make making this, you know, yes, this sound I was gonna and point stuff that like out. that. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, you can totally like tell. But
4: they goes left goes it in on, there, yeah. you know. And, that's, and if
1: you want to know more about that, Russ has a side podcast where he just talks about the different <laughs> times that a mic gets touched yeah, the mic or the breaths or the whatever. He, it's it's <laughs> yeah. about a three-hour-long episode. The cr- creak, <laughs> creak in the chair. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's the called "Fuck You, Mike."
4: So how much does how much does how much does Neil love movies? Another uh, this, yeah, this song starts with. He does. He's I a huge movie, oh, yeah. Yeah. An movie I, fan. He yeah. talks about watching movies. On I love. I love too. The plot
1: was groovy. Right. It was out of sight. Yeah. I love that. Well, it's isn't so this good. kind of about Carrie a little bit? This song. I don't know. You What's know what? the line? I, I I'm think... holding are ho- holding my baby, right. and I'm, holding, and I'm you. holding
4: you, and that's about you, know, what Zeke, it's right? All right? Yeah. yeah. So
3: yeah, she's in this. This is one of the. To me, the positive songs. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda positive, but it's like when he says, I got lost in the is it I got lost in the cartoon. Yes.
4: Yeah.
3: And I went for the lifeline. Is that what he says? I went
4: for the lifeline. Yeah.
3: So to me, that's like you know, he went to the movies looking for good times. Yeah. You know, and so obviously he's going through a lot of shit in his life. Friends dying, babies the babies born. Yeah. but pressure to make you know another hit album, all this stuff. And this is his escape. You're right. Neil loves his movies. I grabbed, he, Neil, I Neil lost was,
4: in the cartoon. I grabbed the lifeline. I grabbed the lifeline. Yeah.
3: So that means he was so into the cartoon that it was helping him forget about those problems that he called meaningless on On the yeah. Beach. So, but, here,
4: so here comes to my first point with the searching. The next mm-hmm. line, right after the lifeline, right. I've been a searcher. I've yes. been a fool. I've been a long time coming to you. I'm hoping for your love to carry me through. And then it's the, you're holding my baby and I'm holding you and it's all right. Yeah. So there's the first hint here. We get at that searching vibe. I've been a searcher. I've been a fool. You know, I've been a long time coming to you. It's, and, and I like to your point, Mike, it's right after he says the lifeline. Right. Um, and I, and I think that has a lot to do with what, What he's hoping for. Right. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. What he's searching for. Right. He's searching. He wants to be happy again. Yeah. And, you know, it's tough being happy with all this other shit going on around you. And things aren't turning out the way you wanted it to. Right. Like, I just, I wanted to be, make music and be successful at it. But I I didn't, didn't want all this other shit that came along with it. You know, and, and so this is his
4: escape.
2: Oh, Oh, man. I (laughs) don't
4: know. What? The Rick meme again. The Rick and Morty meme. Oh, that's Morty Morty with the fame. I I don't know, Rick. Uh,
3: You know, the groupies and the drugs and, you know, uh, these businessmen making money off my music. I... I don't know, man. I just uh, I'm getting tired of these dude,
1: adventures. You know, his first car was named Mort, right? Was it really? Yeah, the wow. first hearse That's he drove. Wild. was he Mort. Is right he is
3: a time traveling vampire, right? Neil Young created Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Love
1: that, dude. Yeah, it's based off of my Rick that I kept in Mort, <laughs> that I kept in Mort. That's awesome. No, I like this tune. I don't. It doesn't. Um,
4: I like this one a lot. I like the, oh, I like tell it a lot. me
3: where the answer lies. Is it in the notebook, notebook behind your, your eyes? I'm going to bring that line up. You yeah. Know, yeah. So what does, what does that mean to you guys?
1: I love that line. I just love the, I just love that line. I can't, I mean. Yeah.
3: To me, that means like the notebook behind your eyes. Uh, like, I know you're keeping track. Yeah. I know you're taking notes. I know you're, you're gonna, You know, this is something that you're watching and you're saving. For later on it's also you know just such mean?
1: a brilliant
4: line it's just such a good fucking line and you don't even need to explain it we should much. we should also now have a take a drink moment for every time we bring up uh the um donkey ball song why am i drawing a blank because we are, keep ready, for are ready for the country ready for the country oh, okay to me, I this do love this, that you're this, calling it the Donkey Ball song. Yeah, <laughs> this, I'm sure Neil this, would be. Psyched. He would love that. I have no idea you know, what I'm the fucking the guys title. are talking about. I'm calling Warner
3: Brothers to have a reprint
4: on all the <laughs>
1: albums. You know what Neil would hate the most about this podcast? All our terrible impressions. Right. Him. <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't sound like that,
4: <laughs> including that. <laughs> Wait, what are you gonna? Why are you gonna bring up? Just because the notebook behind your eyes. It's everyone is sort of in that black mirror episode way where everyone's got the contacts that like record yes. your story. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's that sort of vibe. It's like, there's a notebook behind everyone's eyes,
0: right? They're just, keeping notes. Yeah.
3: Like I'm not, I'm like, I can't just go to the movies. Someone's going to say, Oh, I saw Neil Young at the movies eating popcorn. Yeah. And it looks like he was crying during the cartoon. Right.
1: <laughs> well, it's also you know? such a great, and probably for Neil as the like rabid songwriter, he was, I don't know, and I'm sure, Russ, you feel the same way. Like, when, uh, there's nothing like a, a fresh notebook. Do you yeah, know what I mean? totally. And, and the, f- the feelings you get from that and the way you look at a fresh notebook now. So, like, yeah. throwing that into a, I don't know, it's just a goddamn good line. Fucking Neil, man. Yeah. Fucking Neil, man. It's great. And the
3: whole, um, when your decision comes to view, I'll be watching my TV and, and it'll, it'll be, be watching, watching you.
4: you. Yeah. I, just that perspective shift.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to figure out, like, what he's saying there in regards to the notebook. So is he talking about his critics again?
1: I feel like he, there's always some underlying.
3: Is it in the notebook behind your eyes? And then when your decision comes to view, so is he talking about some critic?
2: I don't know. It, I'll be
3: watching it, my TV, and it'll be watching that, you.
4: Isn't Yeah, maybe. Or here we go, overanalyzing. That's what we do That's here. That's what we That's do. All, I the, just, I, what the way do. I pictured it was e- even more simplistic of him and Carrie, and Carrie's sitting there holding Zeke, and Neil's just lost in the TV because it starts with that, right, mm-hmm. him being lost in the movie. But in this one, he's watching the TV, and she's not. She's focused on the baby. Right. And so he's watching the TV, but like the TV doesn't give a fuck about him, so it's, the TV is trying to get the attention of the mother because the mother oh, right. only has the attention on the child. Right. But Neil's so focused on the TV and doesn't realize the TV doesn't give a fuck about him, and the it the that industry wants what isn't paying attention to it. You know, once right. it has you, it has yeah. you. Yeah.
3: No, that's a good point. Yeah. I,
4: I don't know. That's I. I mean, I'm obviously I'm looking way into it there, but I just like the imagery of like. The three of them sitting around watching the TV and, you know, the mother just being so enraptured by the child and Neil's watching the TV or whoever the father is watching the TV. But, yeah, really, the TV doesn't give a fuck. And it's trying to get the attention of the mom because it wants to suck away the life of everything. And Right. I don't know.
3: Well, I I see it as ultimately a, a positive song. That these, yeah, I these think are the things that bring pre- pleasure in I, yeah. his life that he can actually get away from.
4: Yeah, I'm you're holding problems.
1: my baby and I'm holding you. Right, yeah, that's and nice. Watching but a then, movie and enjoying right, absolutely. it. Absolutely. But then know. why is it called speaking out? Speaking out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I that. love that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Why is it called speaking out?
4: <laughs> I, we could get. He just in, decided yeah, that
1: at no the idea. end
3: of the song. Yeah. Yeah. I could like, find a
4: thing, but yeah.
3: He's just ending the song and he's like, oh. I'll call this "speaking out." Yeah,
4: he just felt and Nils like, was like, "What's
3: that, Neil?" That's what we're calling the song. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
4: because he think because they think he was like, "Hey, Neil, hey Nils, make that guitar speak out," and yeah. he was just mm-hmm. like, uh,
3: "Maybe it's because he's sharing something very personal." Yeah, yeah. That's why he didn't release Homegrown at the time because he felt that that stuff was so personal between him and Carrie. That he was like, you know what, I don't feel like sharing this with anyone. But But they they had a song like
1: Motion Pictures, though, that came out even before. Well, I guess this
4: was recorded after that, so never mind.
3: But this this song, he's really letting people know, like, it's the simple things. Like, I love, you know, I love being with my family, and I love watching a movie. And Mm -hmm. while those things may seem mundane, and like when people are looking up to a rock star, you know, this is him speaking out about yeah. you know this is what makes yeah. me happy this is what you know it's
1: to me the me the music spoke to me more than the lyrics did and i love the lyrics i love that like mm-hmm. that notebook line i love but the music that fucking solo yeah that's nils lofgren man great
3: just a great guitar player doesn't get credit for his guitar playing
1: enough no yeah anyway all right let's
3: move let's move they on were never married a, either right uh, nils lofgren and neil no, young no, no. no yeah no they, <laughs> <know>. they <laughs> never, they they never, got never made it official
2: <laughs> carrie
4: yeah. and, and neil
1: I
2: thought they, I thought they it were. Says no. here that they weren't. No,
3: no. They, weren't. they just had a child. She
1: just didn't want to let go of the la- last name Snodgrass. I know.
3: Why would you want to give that up? Carrie for Young. Young?
1: <laughs> Such a great. That would be a beautiful name, Carrie Young.
3: Snodgrass.
1: <laughs> Seriously, she, I said this
3: in the uh, the other episode. If she changed that name because an agent told her to change her name to that, fire that fucking agent Dude. or find him or her and kick them. Carrie in the ass. Young
1: would be perfect. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. Uh anyway.
3: It does. Anything's better than snodgrass. World on a string. <laughs> World on a string. Oh, I love man. how this kicks in with that Darn, blues grind. Down, down, down. Yeah. I do love the intro This is this. the down and dirtiness Darn. of this album right here. It's just Wait, a keep, game. Keep it, you see bring me. Bring it back play. up again a little bit. I love that line. He's
2: trying to fade it out. Yeah, this this next line here. Only
4: real in the way. But I want to hear the next verse too. So fade it and bring it back. You can't play the whole know, fucking but, song. But it makes my point.
3: Neil will sue us.
1: He'll,
4: he'll see it, to it. System. Fade it. We'll keep talking. That yeah. way it's not really playing. I love Okay, I love bring it, it back
1: right it's here. It's just bring a you right see here. me play.
4: Listen.
0: Is not
4: unknown. Here we go. Yeah. I'm searching, searching,
2: and how I Okay, now you can fade it. So, so there we go again. With the,
4: now we go again with the searching. Yeah. Song two. Right. Not song two on the album. I just mean song two of yeah. that reference. Like Blur? Song number two? I don't know what you're talking about.
3: Stop. Blur should not be mentioned during a Neil Young podcast. They're a fine band.
4: (laughs) Please. Would you get your head
1: checked? Shut up.
4: Come on, man.
3: Yes, the searching is there and how I've grown.
4: Yeah. You know? So that's why I think every song has a different way of talking about searching. Is there fiddle on this song? No. No.
1: There should be. You just, you just want Rusty Kershaw to come You just want more Rusty, God, but, <laughs> but who I mean, doesn't? It's, it's for some, I, I love this song, and I think I always there's a part, and I'm not going to try to find it now, but there's a part where I always picture like some kind of like wicked fiddle coming in, and I do. It is probably me wanting some more Rusty, which I didn't know by the way on the beach the last time Neil did anything with Rusty.
4: Yeah, I think till like
1: the '90s, think, yeah, and later on, but on one of Rusty's albums. Oh okay. He, oh really? Yeah, that, yeah. that was it.
3: Rusty was still making music in the 90s. Rusty was still alive in the 90s. That's the more amazing thing. I know. Well, I mean. Cheetos and red wine and honey slides. Well,
1: probably after the 90s, he went back to, who knows, the 1600s. I don't know where vampires Oh, that's
3: true. He probably went and found a cure for cirrhosis (laughs) of the liver and high cholesterol, and he came back and he cured just Rusty, and then he threw the cure into the ocean. (laughs) The Atlanteans will use that now. I'm friends with them. It. They don't bug me about the songs on Harvest.
4: <laughs> um, I agree, Shu. The it's just a game you see me play. Yeah, only yeah. real in the way that I feel from day to right. day. So that's so you, you know this album is tonight's the night, and this line here is it's only real in the way that I feel from day to day. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of that mirror to that, right? Um, well, it's kind of like this is what you're getting right now. Yeah, right. This is where right. I'm at right now. Right. In this moment, and, and, I'm, and in, I'm in this game called the from, music. It changes business. from day to day, and I'm right. s- I'm a searching. I've been a searcher. Right. I've been a fool. I, you know, I'm searching, searching, and how I've grown. And and then even after that line, he says it's, it's not all right to say goodbye, but the world on a string doesn't mean a thing. It's There's only, that meaningless it's only thing real. again. Yeah, yeah. So
3: that's that. That see, that's why to me, on the beach, it would have been better if on the beach came
4: out after. Well, this. that's what I'm saying. He, yeah, that's he started I, I that was meaningless thing. You. Yeah, yeah. Because that's no, I what heard he's, you clear your throat. That's that definitely what means you're telling that's me what he's, fuck off. That's what he's searching for here. <laughs> right. And I think in, in On the Beach, it's established. Yeah. Um,
3: but the overall sound of this song and this whole album, it's just like I, for some reason, and I love Everybody Knows This Is Nowhere, and that's like a, I mean, you know, you've got like a really raw guitar garage sound there. But for some reason, this is the album... This album I love listening to, Wicked Loud, like mm. super loud. Oh, yeah. And it's just the rawness and the, all the little things you can hear. It reminds me of like Exile on Main Street, you know, where that was a really loosely recorded album. I don't know that one. Uh, the Rolling Stones. Okay. Exile on Main Street. So they recorded that oh, you at, know? A, yeah, at a villa in France. They were on tax exile. And so um, Keith Richards had this villa in France, and they would just set up in the basement and then – they would also set up mics in, like, the kitchen. And so, like, Keith or or, or whoever would be playing guitar in the kitchen. And there's sometimes where you can hear people talking in the background. You can hear plates, you know, or glasses oh, yeah, clinking that. and stuff like that. Because it was just recorded in this house. It was such a loose atmosphere. That's awesome. And they cranked out, like, pro- what some people call their best album. And I, I agree with that. But same thing with this. The yeah. w- this is, like... The rawness of this album, and it really comes out in this song, the realness of it, that's what he wanted. And that's why they got so fucked up before they played. They lost all those inhibitions. Like, I'm recording now, I'm playing in front of people, I'm in a studio, I got to write a song. All that was gone. They were so fucked up they didn't care. And it doesn't get any... Like, let me ask you guys. So you guys are in a band, you're in town meeting. Have there been gigs where you've had just that right amount of alcohol where you've just lost that inhibition and you're just playing. And maybe to you, and even if it may sound great, or it may sound like shit, but to you it sounds like the best thing in the world.
1: I'm always looking for that formula. Right? That That just enough. That perfect buzz, that line right between buzz and too shit-faced where you're like, you forget about
4: anything that doesn't matter. You hope that the... Music, the audience, the atmosphere, the vibe will do it on its own soberly. But yeah, sometimes when but you, see, ha- that's, when you see, have that. Little... That's the thing
3: he's trying to get rid of, Russ. I know. Is that hope. Yeah. Gee, I hope everybody likes this. Gee, I hope we record this really well. Yeah. And on Tonight's the Night, that hope wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was no, oh, I hope this sounds good. It's like, let's play right now because I feel like this is. I'm speaking out. Yeah, you know, this is like this yeah, is this yeah. is, uh, right now. We got to do this because you're get getting it. that but you, but perfect the, but mix. But the that you other were thing too about. is
4: when you try to find that, you're not going to find it. Sometimes you but find someday, it. Sometimes sometimes it comes, sometimes nat- you it comes do. naturally, like Neil says, from day to day. Right, right, right. Well, he hits, I, I he, just think if you're if you're that's intentionally searching, if you're that's intentionally seeking it out, searching it, that's again yeah. this whole album. You you, you sometimes you you uh, sometimes I lose, sometimes I win. Right, right. It it.
3: And that's what Neil,
4: so is. To Neil says, question, said Neil says that too yes, he, he but doesn't know. other times it's gonna be a fucking flop you you're, you right. you have the same amount of drinks same exact brand same exact everything right. and it's not going to be Well there. cuz right. there's
1: no formula to it I think it's what what she was saying is like it's it's looking for that and when you find yeah. it it's this the, like I, I remember when we first started but playing But to me it's remember, not hold that on. it's remember, not just But that. remember when it was just you and me and we were doing small coffee shops And you literally had to talk me off a ledge before every show that we played for, like, five to seven people. Because I was so nervous. And then we would go to TGI Fridays. We would get some goddamn delicious pot stickers. Mm. But then I had to have – I literally had to have two shots of whiskey and either a cider or a beer before I could even set foot in a venue. And these are tiny coffee shops. But, like, I still remember that perfect feeling of, like, I let go enough, but I care enough. Well,
4: it's weird, too, because, you know, when we played – when we opened for Old Crow Medicine Show, we played in front of like 4,000 people, and I was not nervous at all. No. But yeah. when I played my solo gig at that tiny coffee shop, I was so fucking nervous that yeah. I was like I need to get drunk, I need something. Right. Smaller like, crowds was, are a lot tougher
2: yeah. in my opinion. And
4: it's cuz yeah. I was solo. I didn't have my band. Right, that's true. I didn't, you have didn't have crazy horse, yeah, you know, I didn't have Nils, on. I didn't yeah. have Ben Keith, you didn't know, have like that support. Yeah, like when I have Luke, I feel fine. Uh-huh. When I when I <laughs> when i'm just there Aww. on my own or whatever it's like oh fuck so i can we can play in front of 4000 plus people and i'm like yeah whatever right. bring it on but yeah. like when i have my only self and my own fucking mind and it's and like and you can see Ooh. the expression on their faces so then i'm searching faces. i'm, ser- I'm <laughs> you know? searching searching you know yeah. it's it's and and sometimes you lose sometimes you win it's from day to day it changes right. you know whatever substance you think is going to help and whatever Right. i'm just saying sometimes yeah. you yes. do
3: reach that point Yes, and, absolutely, and you got to pounce on it. Yes, even though, even if you, you might not even know you're there, you're just feeling it, right? And it's like that. I don't. I fucking feel differently care.
4: about this song now. Yeah, you know, it's I, just, I, I would have maybe cut this song. Really? Yeah, but now wow. I'm feeling differently about okay. it. Okay, yeah. all right. This was this what? was this is not.
1: It's not it didn't even in jump in my top out five to me. Five, yeah, yeah but, it didn't
4: jump out to me originally, but now I'm I'm digging it more. Yeah. We can know. move on from it, too. Yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's move yeah. on. Yeah. All right. Because
1: this next song is definitely in my top three,
4: at least. Is right it now. really? It's my top wow. three, too. I yeah. love this song. It, it the, the, uh, the, let's, well, we the, should say the, what it's called. The emotion, the, yeah, it, I mean, it's yeah. borrowed tune, and, and, I don't oh, care that oh, he play. stole the melody. I, I don't. I love that he references it. Who I like does the, that in that same right? Neil way. Yeah. And I brought up to you guys beforehand, but this one's for the youngsters. When I was <laughs> oh, on God. the Neil you Young gotta Arch- call them something else. <laughs> gotta on, call them something. When else. I was on the Neil Young Archives app, and I showed you guys this beforehand. <laughs> it's too late. It's, it's Neil now. like today. It's, it's him today, and he he does these little porch session things. Right. Yeah. And it's him sitting on his barrel, and he starts playing Alabama, and then uh-huh. like it's a song he's played for over forty fucking years, right? And then the last verse, he he like forgets. And the so line. important
3: right now, too. So important. you know he, why he's doing it yeah, now because of what's to, going yeah, on exactly. in the world now, and it's so important to right. get it right now. Yeah, and he <laughs> right. doesn't,
4: and, and yeah. he fucks up the last line of his song, and then after afterwards he goes, "I almost got it that time," right? and he like smiles, Neil, he gets man. this big smirk Neil. smile, and he laughs at himself, and it's great because it's supposed to be this like cool porch produced thing. And it's like, all right, you know, and he fucks it up and he just admits it. He's just like, right. So I almost got it that time. And he yeah. just laughs. And, and that's the vibe with this is that he admits, he says, I'm too, that line, that fucking, I'm just going to sing that whole, I'm going to say that whole last line. I'm singing this borrowed tune I took from the Rolling Stones, alone in this empty room, too wasted to write my own. And then he goes back to that first verse, but he makes it shorter. I'm climbing this louder. my head in the clouds, I hope that it matters. And And that is exactly what I'm talking about there with Neil admitting, yeah, I took this melody. Also, this song is way better to me than Lady Jane or whatever the fuck. I've never listened to Lady Jane. I saw what
1: it. It's Woody very Barley. like sixties
3: English. Dude. Yeah, it's so
4: English and, and boring. And Mick though, right? Jagger Mick, is yeah.
3: really being Mick Jagger. I and mean, and I think well, Neil he also, took it
4: and then made it a million times better. And this, the rawness, the like sadness, the drunkenness. Yeah. The well, in, in Shaky too,
1: he talks about how much he, lo- like, he loved the Beatles, but then once the Stones came out, he fucking loved yeah. the Stones. Right. And how right. him and Rick James used to listen to Get Off of My Cloud a bunch. Yeah. And then he's yeah. got a line Rick in here James! about, a, like, uh, I think my favorite line from this song is, uh, I'm climbing the ladder, Me my too. head in well, the clouds. That, yeah, I hope that it
4: matters. I'm having my doubts. Having right. my doubts, yeah. He's, that's so the, he's, that's he's, the searching. Right, he's, hoping, and this he's hoping it's worth it. Right. Is, right. It worth, so again, is it worth So all again, all we go back trouble. to On the Beach. It's not. Yeah. Right. right yeah. It's, and that's it's, what would have I'm hoping that it matters. And then in, in in On the Beach, he says it doesn't matter. Right. With, for the turnstiles. Yeah. It, it's, that's it's why I'm Neil saying, saying these two, those two albums are the perfect call and answer. So yeah. I agree with you, Shu. It should have been released that way. It's Neil yeah. saying,
1: Is it worth it? Let me work it. Put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Yeah.
4: He's flirping <laughs> it. It's your
1: flimmin'. What the fuck, you guys? You know not what I can't make a Missy Elliot reference. Jesus <laughs> Christ! No, but this one, and also, and who, it says
4: this is his most wasted. Yeah, it's this is the yeah. most wasted. He's I think in in that Johnny Rogan book. He's yeah. uh, that's what it says. But it
3: wasn't recorded during the right tonight sessions. The live, it was recording yeah. during the oh, time it fades away, like at a sound check or something. Okay. Oh wow! Yeah, so he didn't. This wasn't. He was probably wasted because he was consuming massive amounts of tequila and yeah. weed and st- everything else on the "Time Fades Away" tour, but that wasn't part of these
1: sessions. Yeah, I just, I just love the concept of a borrowed tune, like just something to get me through the next few fucking hours. Yeah, do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's a good way. Yeah, that's you know interesting. He's yeah. in and you just kind of take it, you make it your own. You, you, it's just I fucking need this tune right now. There's
4: all yeah because then that next line is I'm watching the skaters fly by on the lake ice frozen six feet deep, how long does it take? Like, how long does it take for... These people are enjoying that right now. But how long does it take for that ice to melt? And, right. and then there, there's no more skating and to be, to be to had. Yeah, dangerous. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I also really love that, that, that... We're reading the whole song now, but how long... Uh, <laughs> so, I look out on peaceful lands with no war nearby. And then this line, I love this line. An ocean of shaking hands that grab at the sky. Yeah. Even though the melody is technically borrowed, which is the title of the song and he references it, the lyrics here are just
1: uh, Which also, like, and that's the other part of it, like, that he references it in the song he's writing, it's so fucking. Yeah, and I know yeah. you've run into this too, like where you'll write a song, and you're like, "This song fucking rocks." I'm gonna show it to the guys; they're gonna love it. And then you show it, and then someone's someone, like, "Yeah, yeah that's, someone's like, that's Iron and Wine, or whatever." Yeah, someone's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, that's this song." And you're like, "No, it's not." And then they play it, and you're like, "Yep, yeah, I just wrote yeah. a song that exists already." Right? Yeah,
4: which happens all the time. Right? It's so hard to like th- that that, that happens this shit just me, gets yeah. in your brain. Yeah, and you don't realize it or well, it's like what he said about um he on the what's
1: the one oh, the, that's right on yeah. the last album yeah, uh, yeah uh, the ambulance
4: blues. Yes, Ammon's
1: how it was. Uh, what's that guy's name? Yonch? Bert, Bert, Bert Yanch. Yeah, how yeah, he right. didn't even realize he At was
3: doing it, right. and
4: then later he was like, "Oh fuck, I feel bad that I." Well, that that know. happens
3: all the time. I mean, it must yeah. happen with you guys. I mean, you. Well, you, that's we you just can't said. help, yeah. but yeah, you can't help but be affected by your yeah. influences. I wrote it's a like song. The, once. What was the Tom Petty one? And
4: yeah, the Sam. Oh yeah, Sam Smith. Sp- well, Sam Smith claimed that he didn't know the song.
3: Right, but he. I bet he had heard it. Right, and didn't realize it. Just gets
4: stuck in your subconscious.
3: we had a
1: song once. It was we used to play it a bunch before like in our, the early days of town meeting, it was called a song I've sung and it was, I left town with a machine. It was on a backpack. Smelling like hickory smoke. And I showed it to Russ. and He's like, yeah, that I mean, it's, he's like, it's great, but it's this other song. And it, it's this song that's on the fucking Juno soundtrack. If I were a bird and you were a bee, you know, Whatever, little, little, yeah. little, mile diddle, did little Lee. Or whatever I'm, those are not the lyrics. It's not my little. I don't think those are the dee.
4: lyrics to either of the songs. <laughs> I don't like, I think you fucked up the that lyrics sound to either sounds like your
1: Cotton Eye Joe for a minute <laughs> there. Fucking could, yeah, it, fucking it, hate that. But team. that's what I mean. Like, you hate the Cotton Eye Joe. I hate that song. Get the fuck out of my house. It's
4: probably, it's probably racist.
1: It sucks. It
4: and you
3: know what made me hate it even more? I was at a wedding. Uh, my wife's friend uh, was you hate married. the Cotton
1: Eye Joe. Where did you come from?
3: I and uh, we're standing there, right? And so. The bride gets on the microphone. She goes, I want to do this very special thing with the bridesmaids and their their husbands and boyfriends and so we all have to stand in a circle. And then she goes, I want to share something with you. And then the DJ just cranks into fucking Cotton Eye Joe and she starts dancing. Come on, dance. We're all together. This is a happy moment. Jesus. And I fucking just looked at her and I looked no. at my wife and my wife knew exactly what I was thinking. God bless her. She looked at me and she just kind of like, Kind of like gave the nod, yeah. like okay, yeah, you can. <laughs> Did leave. your wife do it? Yeah, she danced because
1: it was her friend. Because she's, she's a true but person. she let me yeah.
3: leave. She was like, you, yeah. you, 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 can go because I know you fucking hate this. Can I be honest? You know, weddings are the worst. No, weddings are great. No, Weddings are fun. Well, well, most, it, if most the the
4: weddings DJ's are great good, they're, they're, as long as
1: they play Michael Jackson. No, let me tell you something. <laughs> I've had enough. As long drinks. as you can do the no, electric slide drunk. I'm not I'm electric not, slides a good one. What I'm saying is, listen, free drinks, great food, dancing, I love all that, but. Have you been to a wedding where there hasn't been one instance of what you're talking about?
4: Something like that. Yeah.
3: No, yeah. There's, there's always things. an awkward, Because you got a group of people. Two families don't sucks. know each other. But yeah. if
4: you're allowed to just dance and get drunk and have fun, it's great. But there's always that. There's always, there's always things, that yeah. thing. Always. Well, you know what? Okay, if everybody or like the speeches, oh god! If speeches? everybody, yeah. if everybody made wedding but then their again, if someone song, gets a really funny, hold good on! One and nails Shout
1: out it. to my cousin Dennis Callahan for giving His one of the best awesome, best man speeches I've ever so heard in my entire and life.
4: Incredible! Like we wish, all laughed at it, and but like the other side was like, "What?"
1: It was the best thing I've ever heard it in was, my life, it was Dennis. It I hope so you're amazing listening amazing to this, but dude. I will never forget how good that best man's speech. That was
4: it was really good. Look,
3: if everybody made their wedding song "Long Walk Home from Life," <laughs>
1: <laughs> then <would> all <laughs> weddings would be great. What was your wedding song?
3: <laughs> um, it was uh, "Long Walk Home from Life." <laughs> no, it was "Inca Queen" actually from that same album. It was "Cripple Creek Ferry," right? <laughs> yeah, it was. No, it was uh, it was that other shitty little Cripple song. "Cripple
4: Creek Married." No, it was. <laughs> It was until uh, like, the morning till the morning comes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's, yeah. and what
3: me and my wife did instead of dance, we just broke chairs over each other's heads. <laughs> <laughs> it was great.
1: That actually sounds awesome. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, mine was uh, Al Green. Uh, Let's stay together because uh, yeah. we had been apart for a while, and then we got back together. Yeah, nice. yeah, it was great. And the horn section for the band we had nailed it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Russ, oh, turn the lights down
4: <laughs> Holy shit! Whatever you
2: Youngsters, want <laughs> this man is
4: sexy. Uh,
1: I hate that. That is it now. <laughs> it's our. It's stuck, and it's never going away. Yeah, uh, let's let's on, go into on, on Danny's song. Yeah,
3: yeah this uh, isn't this fucking awesome. I love. Yeah. First of all, so this you, is a great performance. Yeah. Secondly, this is a wake for Danny Witten. A hundred percent. So yeah. put a song on there by Danny with Crazy Horse and Neil singing backup. Yeah. Right. Well, you and mentioned Danny's earlier taking lead. How, a song about yeah. going out and scoring heroin right. yes. that killed Danny Witten right. on an album and Bruce that's Barry. about, yeah, fucking yeah. people dying from the rock and roll lifestyle, The you know, with the drugs from the 60s are just getting worse. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking yeah. incredible. It's it's, great. Crazy. it's fucking Neil, man. I Dude. agree. It's fucking him. Yeah.
4: And you mentioned earlier how how wild it is that Neil lets someone else play guitar on one right. of his records, right? And now he's well, in a this song. in the same album, right? He has someone singing, lead, someone else singing lead.
3: Yeah. Listen to that. The band is so fucking
4: on in this tune. So are, who's are they? This who's is
3: Crazy going? Wars.
4: No, I know, but are they both playing guitar? Yeah. Okay.
0: Come on, baby, let's go down.
1: Like right now, you're like it's a, it's just a it's a good it's a great crazy yeah. horse tune. It's Neil, but then once the fucking verse once kicks in you're, singing, and you're Danny, like singing, yeah, I didn't know that was. Remember, I think I texted you. I'm like, this sounds like a the band. No, you said that for Lookout Joe. No.
2: Yeah,
4: I love the woo whoop
2: type of shit. I love that. I love this too. Showing
4: up, they'll be selling stuff.
2: Yeah, like right.
4: the The showing up.
3: Listen to that. That's fucking great. It's
4: there's not a lot of st- it's it's uh, there's only like two verses and then it sort of repeats the same thing. But yeah. I love it. It's, it's so catchy. It fucking rocks. It's so it does. catchy. Yeah. It's and Danny sounds awesome. Right. I didn't know
1: it was Danny till like uh, when I first heard it. I didn't know. I knew it yeah. wasn't Neil, but I didn't know it was Danny. Right. And that makes it like hit. Yeah, weirdly it's, harder.
3: It's like oh, yeah. it's about going out and and fucking scoring heroin and, and getting when? busted by the police. What year? This is uh, 70. Th- was seventy. Was it seventy IBM. at the Fillmore? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. at the Fillmore. Yeah, that's another great live archive album. Yeah, is Crazy Horse at the Fillmore. That's yeah. fantastic. But yeah, this is such a great performance. It really shows how great Crazy Horse was, yeah. not just with Neil, but with Danny in it. Yeah, you know, live, which is so good, and his voice is great. He kind of sounds like Stephen Stills. I I thought yeah. the same thing. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I thought I, I literally sounds thought like stills at
4: one point, bit. like you said, you didn't know who sang it. I was like, "Is this stills?" But yeah. And then you find out it's Danny. But I thought the same thing, Show. I was like, "He sounds like Stills here." But Fuck. Danny Steven had stills. such a great voice, man. He he really did. He he could. He had. It, again, I, I said this early on in the in the podcast, but he also I know he I know there was a song that Rod Stewart played of danny Witten's, but he's got a rod stewart sort of vibe too sometimes yeah you know? it's
3: a gravelly yeah, soulful yeah. voice yeah
4: oh he sounds he sings great and like you said he that line sure enough they'll be selling stuff yeah when the moon begins to rise pretty bad when you're dealing with the man and the light shines in your eyes oh yeah, yeah. and you can tell he wrote they wrote this together neil and danny yeah. wrote this together yeah um and the, yeah how how fucking dark but beautiful yeah like a, a weird it's homage in
3: tune yeah you know and it's that's that, so that's that fits with the theme of this sure, album like but to put it up there you know it's like okay we just sang about Bruce Berry, but I also believe that a lot of that was about Danny too yeah. but now this is this is really this is a tribute to my guy mm-hmm. okay we're making this album to send this guy off this oh, is yeah. his wake you know and why are we doing it well this this is why because yeah. he was fucking great yeah you know, and, and it's just and Neil's backup on this is so he just he has that screech in his voice that came out with. Everybody knows this is nowhere that he refined on after the gold rush. Mm-hmm. He sounded kind of manic, you know, to me. And then with Time Fades Away and this album on the beach, this is when his voice changed because yeah. there's all the, the weed, the tequila. He was upping his cigarettes because he wanted a gravelly voice and yeah. stuff like that. But God, I just love this performance. How about
4: Snake Eyes franchise? And I got lots of gas. Yeah.
3: That's like, all right, we're going yeah. out on the town.
4: It's yeah, like snake eyes, French fries. Yeah. Like that, that reminds me of Dawes. Dawes it's yeah. like a couple songs because then there's the other song where he mentions getting ham or whatever, eggs and ham. That's Albuquerque. Yeah. yeah, and it's like Kirky. How, how, Kirk. how influenced was yeah. Dawes? <laughs> by, by, I you know. love, yeah. it is weird, but I love it. Like <laughs>
3: it's drunk singing. <laughs> it really? Well,
1: yeah.
4: Well, it's like, there's the pause. It's like he's saying. Kirky. Because yeah. there, there's three parts. We'll get to it. But I just like that. It's like he's saying a name. He's saying Al. And then he goes, yeah. buh. Uh, yeah. Kirky. It's like someone's name is Al. And then a sheep comes in, you know? And then Kirky. It's great. Anyway. Yeah, uh,
3: full moon and a jumping tune. Yeah,
4: jumping tune.
3: Now you don't have to ask. You don't have to yeah, ask. Yeah, we're going to get in trouble tonight. So could it be, be
1: that Neil's a vampire, but Danny Witten might be a werewolf? Is no, that Dan- where the Danny Witten
3: referenced? was what vampires call their. Um, what did they call them? Not their humans, but their. Uh, oh, the, they're, the, familiar? they're familiar. Yes, they're familiar. I just so maybe Danny it. Witten was it's the. Oh, it's
4: so funny. Have you watched? Have you seen it? What we. Guillermo. Do in the show, what we do yeah. in the yes. <laughs> yes, Guillermo. I just, who's who's guys, related I, to Van Helsing? just yeah, yeah. Oh, don't awesome. spoil it. He oh shit! It. I'm sorry. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh. It's so oh, good. Oh, I'm though. sorry. God damn it! What sorry, I, uh, man. I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that. I just started watching. <laughs> have You seen it. Nick Kroll's character? Yeah. Oh my god, like that's a, the best. That was one <laughs> of the last douchebag one. vampires. it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. so awesome. awesome, dude. He's dude, it's awesome. so good. I'm telling you. And
1: Neil would have been in there, There's not in the douchebag right? thing, but he. would have Did you get been. to the season one finale? Because it's no, so dude. I'm like half halfway
4: through the first. season.
1: the one where they go to the? Oh, maybe it's not the finale, but the Council of Vampires. No, that's the finale.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Don't say anything. Okay, it's good. I'll probably get there tonight. It's great. It's so great, man. It's so funny it's such a great show anyway all right yeah. do you want to
3: move on from yeah there? let's,
4: let's, right. let's yeah. move on all right Ooh, mellow my mind this is one of my favorites this is it
1: i have con- i'm conflicted
4: no I mean, i'm not when i
1: first heard like i like
3: told you guys earlier so i bought this album after really discovering neil young for real yeah and hearing this song and i was like you got to be kidding me why did he even fucking release this yeah because his voice mm-hmm. Is so just riddled with fucking, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. despair, yeah. and it's cracking. Oh and yeah, it's just, it's just. I was just like, this is. Awful. Do
1: you know where in the song should I try to find like one of the? Yeah, big after cracks?
4: he says "had," like it's the, uh, not the first time. I didn't write it down, but I've been down the road and I've come back. That line. Is it's it the second time. Towards the it's, end. End. it's towards the end. It's yeah. like after. Ain't
2: Ain't nothin 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 on. Right here. Yeah. Now he falls apart.
4: So drunk. And then he goes, oh. Yeah. Oh, I think he was going to throw <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. But keep, uh, I wanted to, I like the, I love this melody. I love it. I love this too.
2: Make me feel like a boy good child. Oh, God. Talk
1: this is great again. Yeah. he's got a lot of great lines. It's fucking Neil Young, man. It's, it's, it's his Ben. Keith. You know,
3: yeah. That juggling nickels and dimes. It's yeah, like, yeah. I'm you know, I'm juggling nickels and dimes yeah. when I'm, could you just be satisfied with the fish on the line? So
1: I'm, I'm conflicted only because I think I'm on the same track that Mike was when he first got the album in it. But now knowing the intentionality of it, I love it. And I love the, like, this is like a, it's like a, almost like a cry for help. Like it, this song feels super desperate to me or something. Does that, but like, yeah, well, this whole
3: album, he has that in his voice. It's kind of like, not only is it wasted, but he has this kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm sinking, but he's dragging himself down on purpose. Right. He's searching. So this is part of that process. Like I can't really find anything unless I know where the bottom is.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and this and then is a from good there, one. this is a good song for yeah. our youngsters. Talks about oh my a god, god dude. a schoolboy, being on good times. Neil's into some it. kinky shit, man. The cops
3: are gonna come.
4: Are they gross? I really love this. How I really love this. The, I really love the line. <laughs> I've been down the road and I've come back. Lonesome whistle on a railroad track ain't got nothing on those feelings that I had. Yeah, it's almost like you know. A, again, here's trains, right? Right. With Neil and.
3: And it's like the, the song on um, See the Sky About to Rain. Right, the train, yeah. The, the, the whistle, whistle blowing whistle through, through my, my brain yeah, and brain all, brain, all that. Yeah.
4: And it's, he's referenced that before. And it, it's the imagery is lonesome, right? Yeah. Lonely. But on this track of loneliness, of right. searching, of right. this destination, climbing right. the ladder, heading yeah. to clouds, having my doubts. And then that line where he says, even that has nothing that's got nothing on the feelings that I had, you know. Even even with that yeah. imagery of the loneliness and the whistle blowing and the that, even still, the the feelings are just incomprehensible. Yeah. Right. And
1: it's also interesting that it's a it's called mellow my mind, so your brain thinks this is going to be about drugs or, or weed or or it's going to be
3: or relief. Yeah. Right. And like I it finally have this can, time to breathe, but right. no, it's, it's we
4: actually it's, come back uh, Dawes again here. Reminds me of, uh, um, fuck the the the
1: uh, what?
4: Uh, Weir- to Weird Al's Albuquerque. No, I just drew a total blank. But um, the the
1: oh, they call me Mellow Yellow.
4: <laughs> you're messy You're making it worse, dude. You're making it worse. <laughs> Say something else. I'll think of it. Or I'll well,
3: this is this is again another album. I mean, another song about running away. Oh, yeah. Because according to Neil, actually wanted to do this with Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young because they were before this. They were recording oh, an I album in that. Hawaii and it wasn't going well. He was just sick of their shit, you know. <laughs> yeah. And and so and it was uh, I believe it was Ralph Molina who called him and said, hey, uh, why don't you just come back and make some music with us? And he was like, OK, and they just left. <laughs> You know, but I mean, this is again a song about escape.
1: It's he snapped like, Crosby's whalebone comb and out. <laughs> right. out of there. I'm taking his comb.
3: I'm
4: I, hiding it. It's if I wanted someone, if I wanted someone yeah, to yeah, clean yeah. me up, I'd find myself a maid. That if yeah. I wanted someone to spend my money, I'd, I would I get wouldn't get need to get paid. But then the the final is uh, I want you to make the days easy. I want you to make easy. the days move easy. That's the vibe I get yeah. from here. I just want you to make the days move easy. That's, that's a great the song. The same sort of thing. It's like, yeah. It's it's. it's Baby, mellow my mind. Make me feel like you know that. Right. Be, yeah. uh, like, help me realize that a fish on a line is good enough. Yeah. You know.
3: Yeah, exactly. The, the,
4: tonight is good enough. Right. Tonight. The night. I'm, I'm
3: tired of playing the game, juggling nickels
4: and dimes. Yeah, yeah, dealing yeah. with the business. Searching for again. some shit. You yeah. know. Yeah. 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 It's it's, it's great. good that
3: you know, and I think Luke brought this up at the beginning of this episode that now we know when he references trains, they're very small trains, and those <laughs> tracks are very small yeah. tracks.
1: Yeah.
4: You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous And
3: there's probably little fake trees <laughs> and a, <you> know, <laughs> He used
4: he used uh, redwood trunks for the mountains on his uh, his um, model track
3: That fucker cut down redwood trees so he could use them for his model trains I oh, that
4: bitch. he cut, cut them down, but he probably took ones that I were cut down s-
3: Now I'm seriously you know, thinking <laughs> that he doesn't really care about
4: All right, the Alright, that's it, I've had enough of this fucking podcast <laughs> Accusing me of cutting down redwoods You don't fuck
0: with
3: my model trains <laughs> yeah.
1: I meant to say this at the beginning, um, but this, I, I'm just seeing this now. Neil's quote about this album, he said, the whole thing is about life, dope, and death, and All I right. love that.
3: Yeah, it's it's like, exactly. Yep. You know, this is like, this. that was his life at this time. Did
4: you see that he said... In 1975, he said. Uh, 1975, he said, "Mellow, my mind should be listened to from 100 yards away." Yeah. <laughs> what?
1: What the fuck
4: does that mean? He says it's mean? supposed to be part of the environment. Play it loud, but stay in the other room. <laughs> Play it loud, but stay in the other room. <laughs>
2: what? That's awesome.
4: We also have the common theme too here of Neil longing for the old times, for the simpler times, right? The schoolboy, the fish yeah. on the line, right? Yeah. 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 Juggling yeah. nickels and dimes. That before the
1: business right. before the whole business part took over.
4: I really like this song a lot.
1: Yeah, I it's not my favorite. I I don't I don't mind it though. I can understand like
3: hearing it and going, Why is you know, like like what I thought when I was sixteen and saying this is this is awful. But it it's really this is like like I said, he can't go on searching unless he knows where the bottom is. Yeah. And at least he's got his bearings yeah. at that point. And yeah. this is like where that bottom is, and that's what he wanted and to And this convey. is the
4: song right after danny witten oh after right after go downtown yeah, yeah, right after, yeah. yeah. oh right yeah you know exactly yeah, so, yeah, yeah right so of memories it, are coming back more impactful. so then he's
1: talking about in my mind and then he decides he's got to yeah. roll another number for the road yeah let's man. move on are we, are we ready yeah
3: let's do that
1: i fucking love this
3: song this song is so great
1: i've never heard that either i'm not a big weed guy i was but gonna ask people is that say a common thing roll, um, roll another because
4: num- it comes you know, up in albuquerque too
3: yeah i maybe that's Back then, it was. But I always thought rolling. A, I always it? thought rolling a number was you're actually rolling like a, a cigarette, like a tobacco cigarette, huh. like rolling a number. But I've obviously, to him, this is rolling an, another number for the road. Yeah, you know, which I can totally get behind. So you
1: know? let me ask, you not to keep going back to homegrown because I know we'll get to that in sixty weeks from now.
2: <laughs> right. But uh,
1: <laughs> in that, he has a song in that called "We Don't Smoke It No More." Like, yeah. Do you th- how?
3: What's the? You know what I got from that? Um, that's like his, you know, the song, I'm, um, uh, Okie from Muskogee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By Merle Haggard. Merle Haggard. Yeah. And it was kind of like he was, well, it's, it, the general public took it as he was making fun of hippies oh, and he okay. was, he was saying, you know, I don't smoke no weed and, but, but in reality he was making fun of the people who were making fun of the hippies. Okay. You know, so I got it as like, it was that kind of vibe. That makes sense. To me. What? But again, I haven't heard, I haven't listened to that as much as these, as like this album yeah. yet, so.
4: So when I Googled it, it took me to like Urban Dictionary, which is.
3: Oh, is it something about eating poop? No. <laughs> okay, good. That's it's, all the Urban Dictionary no is. No
1: more, no <laughs> more Rick and Morty references. Are you
4: here too for eating poop? <laughs> <laughs> it says number one, number.
1: Your Mike shoe oh, is laughing. These photo albums
3: are of people eating
4: poop. <laughs> and then she changes
1: it where they go in. <laughs> Which one's that? It's the Pickle Rick episode. Pickle Rick! Oh, oh, A yeah. yeah. Pickle Rick! <laughs> that's right. That's, that's so right. Oh, right. I love, too, that it's
4: Susan Sarandon. Right. That's oh, that's... The yeah. Fucking, that's
1: the I
2: therapist. love that show so fucking oh, much. It's great.
4: I'm sorry, Russ. What do you, you think saying? of the latest season? How, that I don't I haven't
3: seen the latest season because oh, dude, I don't you have haven't seen cable. Of Acid? No, I have a, really a Hulu the and they don't show uh, the season until the season's yeah, over. It's so so really
2: good.
4: good, man. It's so good. Anyway, uh, it says number one for definition is to perform a song musically. Number two is to roll a marijuana cigarette or a joint.
1: Oh, okay. So this also starts side B. It's the only. I don't have this vinyl, but the, I I think that's pretty fucking cool too. Yeah. Pr- I
3: lo- Again, this isn't like, well, I guess, to me, this was like another one of the positive songs. Yeah. But I guess you could read into it differently. I mean.
1: This one, to me, is the, it's the same vibe as "Mellow My Mind. This is but another uh, one of the
4: 60s or over sort of vibes. Yeah. Right. Right. He literally says, well, I won't be going back to Woodstock. Yeah. To me, yeah.
1: th- this is the. The
4: helicopter days.
1: Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. Okay, so the end of the, that second verse of this song. Is he kind of like ripping Dylan a little bit, like with the, the way his uh, his speech pattern there? Do you know what I'm talking about?
3: No, I just think he's shit faced.
2: Oh yeah,
1: yeah I don't think yeah. It's,
3: yeah. I think he's just really. He, I mean, they will never
1: were, go back to Woodstock. Yeah, I, no,
3: I just think he's drunk.
1: Yeah, that yeah. part, like the second verse is. I, I like the first verse better. I love the first verse of this song.
4: I, I like the whole thing. I, I, yeah. I like the way he sings that. And again, Dylan doesn't have a fucking patent on.
1: <laughs> I'm not saying he does, but this is very clearly. I'm going to play a, a second. It's
4: not. Hold I think it's Neil being drunk and having fun. Yeah. It's, it's a fucking country
3: song. of ben, yeah,
4: ben, ben, ben Keith, man. It's ben, ben Keith. Sorry.
2: Nicole. Oh. He's
4: he awesome. He oh, He's it. so good, man. Yeah.
2: Oh, man.
4: Is this the one? Is this the one where he tells Ben to take it? No, right?
1: I love I this. I noticed. was gonna fast forward to that second verse, but I'm just. Oh no, thinking. it's
4: not. It's not. That's look up Joe.
1: Yeah. This part right here.
2: I'm not going
1: back to Woodstock doesn't seem almost
4: intentional a little bit. because It's, do it's that. just no, a country song.
3: No, yeah, I think he's imitating yeah. spoken yeah. word.
4: Country yeah. singers did this before Songs, Dylan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you listen to Not like, just
3: country singers, but like in I'm some soul tunes, like tonight, darling, right. you're on yes. my mind. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, so it's, totally. a, it's the stuff he's, you know, was influenced by. And I've been by. thinking about
4: you. Yeah. All right. And you've been on my, yeah, that's yeah. sort of. And, uh, and to even me though we're apart. It felt mocking
3: a little bit to
1: me, I don't know. but
3: Well, it is kind of mocking. Because yeah. he's mocking the he's whole, mocking Woodstock, the whole he's hippie mocking, thing. Yes. And even yeah. though I want those days to be around, they're gone. Right. Yeah. I mean, okay. listen to this fucking album. Those days are fucking gone, and it's become a fucking nightmare. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It really ha In his world, yeah, yeah, if you think about it, like all of a sudden the drugs got like heavier, and people started dying, and there were gunfights in Topanga Canyon, and. Yeah. You know, it's Altamont and Watergate and Vietnam going on Jeez. and just, yeah. you know, this is it. We, you know, time. a lot of people said, yeah, well, the hippie movement ended the war. Well, not really. It right. didn't, you know, the, the protesting may have had an influence in that. And but what it was was a shitload of Americans dying. That, yeah. That, and people feeling the effects of that. That helped end that war, unfortunately, it took a lot of people to die. It took fifty thousand soldiers, American soldiers to die, not to mention how many Vietnamese also who who died in that war, yeah, you know, for people to finally say we've had enough, yeah, you know the hippie dream failed yeah. You know, and, now a lot and of you can those. isolate that fucking <laughs> thing and tell that well, to the it, youngsters. You, uh, Put it, that on a T-shirt.
2: <laughs> well, you, you're, you're into it now. Yeah, you're <laughs> perpetuating. You can't, it. You can't
4: scoff at it versus. anymore, shoe. You just use it in context, Jack. I do love. I'm not going back also, to that
3: youngster thing for a while.
4: <laughs> also, a lot of those, a lot of those <laughs> quote-unquote hippies who were supposed to change the world are now voting for Trump, right? Yeah, you,
3: you know? know, and then and, and well, they're yelling at a lot of his younger generation, saying they don't get it or whatever. Well. Same. Thing, he's saying that about his scene, like yeah. a lot of his friends. Like he didn't like Woodstock. He already thought Woodstock was a big sellout when he got there because they were making a movie, right? So you know, funny. and now and now it's like you know Crosby, Stills and Nash, yeah, and, and all the, those people from combs. Laurel Canyon, right? Yeah. The whale combs and the groupies <laughs> and the <laughs> we're and definitely the starting a
1: side project yeah. called the whale. By comb. the way, the <laughs> first piece of merch. It's not going to be a T-shirt That's with You Young on it. It's going to be a comb. whale, a whale shaped comb. Oh my God! With a picture of David Crosby. Sorry, on whale it. Bone comb. Yeah, sorry. whalebone
3: comb. Yeah, whalebone. Like has Scrimshaw on it of <laughs> of uh, the first CSN
4: album with them sitting on uh, the porch. Okay. Yeah, I I meant to bring this up in either the last album or the one before. Ben Keith is to me the new Danny.
3: Yeah, you could. I guess you could say that because and not in the, They're in, good collaborators. They're yeah. great
4: collaborators, yeah. and and I think he is the one that, since Danny, that Neil has relied on the most. I don't and think it's he, the same thing, though. It's not the same thing. But he, but, but, but you're right. He has
3: relied on. He, he knows Ben Keith. Can he knows come Ben. Through. He even when he's
4: full of yes, tequila that's and, my weed point. and cocaine. That's my. That's yeah. my point. Right. So in a different way, um, in a different way. That that's Ben has become that for him that that ground that um, rock.
3: Right. He's kind of in the group now, and yeah, you actually, you're right. He's more of a rock than I say Briggs is because Briggs is so,
4: or even Danny was because yeah. Danny, as we know, yeah, just in same thing with yeah. Briggs,
3: unstable. You know, uh, Jack Nietzsche, Unstable. you know, just a cock.
4: And even, even the other, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Even the other, <laughs> that's what you're apologizing for. <laughs> even, even the other, he's a cock youngsters. <laughs> he's
1: into it now, man. It's gone. Know, right? it's, 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 you uh, know, people who uh, don't like this podcast are fucking cocksters.
4: Yeah. Co- there you go. Yeah. Cocks, not hipsters. <laughs> yeah, cocksters. They're the Jack Nietzsche's. Yeah. Um, Nietzsche's the Nietzsche's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't even remember what the fuck. Oh, I was going to say the other even the other crazy horse dudes, Ralph and and uh Billy were not as reliable, you know. Right. And and Ben is So I maybe the new Danny isn't the right wording. I'm just saying that in that same way but that Neil was so could do what he needed to do when when Danny was or felt like in he his could. prime. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I every time I hear him with with Ben, I'm like right. fuck. And the way and,
3: Ben likes to likes shares the same yeah philosophy as Neil as like let's let's get this down yes. let's capture this and the way Ben likes to take chances like he he'll play bass on that one song yeah. you know he you know what I didn't know until recently is that he was one of the fucking horn players. he played saxophone in the Blue Notes
4: oh wow really yeah he ben, was part he, of that
3: horn section dude Ben Keith is a right goddamn, isn't that fucking awesome
4: that's awesome he's a yeah. wizard.
3: He is. He really is. He's not a he's not a time traveling vampire. Yeah. He's he's a wizard. He's a wizard. Yeah. Right. To Dan, your you, I mean you a and you're a Harry Potter guy, so you he definitely has all the all the qualifications. I'm a Harry
1: Potter guy, I'm not a J.K. Rowling guy.
2: Right. Let's get that out of the way. get that. Let's get that out of the way. No. <laughs>
1: no, uh, Ru- Russ, I I do love and you pointed this out that he has a song called "Roll Another Number for the Road" and yeah. then it's the second line of let's, the next let's go song Al, let's
4: go into albuquerque play well hit, no hold on it. can i just yeah, bring on. up
3: a, before we go okay, i just yeah. want to bring up a line from rolling on the number that even though this tune is it's tune's basically about you know smoking weed helps me forget about what's going on mm. you know and getting away from things again yeah and I, again you're right both of those things come up in albuquerque but the this i've been um though my feet aren't on the ground I've been standing on the sound, on the sound yeah. of some people, some open hearted people going down. Yeah. Mm. And that, again, that's a reference to Danny. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and the guy was like, he gave everything for his music. Unfortunately, along the way, he got addicted to heroin. Yeah. Same thing with Bruce Berry, dedicated his life to it. Right. Yeah. You know, ended up dead. And like Neil's saying, like, you know, we're, we're okay. So Neil didn't, doesn't meet Danny Witten at all like say something happens where danny just leaves the rockets before neil gets there so would it would it be the same would neil's music be the same
4: no without no. danny
3: witten in his life up to this point
4: point. and to my ben keith point it wouldn't i don't think because think about when ben keith comes in right for harvest it, it, everything's been different since
3: right yeah and he's gone through that whole thing yeah, with neil
4: he went through it with neil right and a
1: weirder question: If Danny didn't go through the shit he went through and died the way he did, that you yeah, right. wouldn't have, any, wouldn't have of these. any of this. Yeah. Which not? I mean, it's like a it's paradoxical, sweet sort yeah. of fucked up things. Right? But, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things you don't like to say out loud. Right? Do
4: you know what I mean? And uh, like youngsters.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next tune.
4: Well, wait. I just wanted to mention. Oh, okay. I love that Nils plays piano. Yeah. On this and in and, and a lot of this album, right? Yeah. But yeah. it's great because like we talked about when Nils first came on the scene with Neil, he didn't play piano. No, he's a guitar player. Right. It was the he's yeah, a guitar we already prodigy. talked about how fucking amazing he was yeah. on guitar. And now he's all over this album playing right. piano. Well like, Neil yeah, wants him to it. play piano. And he's, he's great, great now, you know, yeah. like Yeah.
3: And when they toured this too, Nils yeah. played the majority of the piano.
4: Luke, you better play Weird Al, dude. I don't have it queued up. Oh, man. You know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> All right, Albuquerque, let's hit it. You don't like Neil. Luke hates You're not Neil. a Neil fan. And he
1: hates Weird Al. <laughs> Do you know why? No, I love Weird Al, and I love Weird Al's song, Albuquerque, but this is my favorite song off this album.
3: Is it really? Is it yes. really?
1: Wow. It's so goddamn... I really love the, the sound song. here on the top. Yeah. the guitar. And the fucking... The, this pedal in this. Yeah, yeah Batman. Yeah. Holy shit. I know. So when I first... When I first listened to this at the beginning of the week, I I was like floored by this song. I had I, I had never heard the song before this album, and it's just this kind of good long intro. You know what I mean?
3: And it's like listen to Nils on the piano. He's like yeah. it's like he's got that sparkling raindrop yeah. sound going, and yeah. Yeah. you know I mean this band does this band doesn't sound shit faced.
2: No, yeah. well and it's Neil song, does. and like you've said, Neil, yeah. Neil does, but yeah. the band does not. Like you've
4: said before. Ben sings. Yeah. Ben, the way Ben plays that pedal steel, he is fucking singing. He also actually sings in this whole album too. His, his vocals
1: are. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah.
4: But even I mean, and it
1: does. It feels a little absurd to the chorus of this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right here.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's ridiculous when you think about it you know what it's, i mean it's just a
3: great we, drunk sing-along
4: we, yeah we probably can't play it as we play too much of it but the next verse the next verse here i've been flying down the road and i've been starving to be alone god i right. love it independent from the scene that i've known right and so how many themes here do we hit in that one fucking line first of all we taught talk- we touch on my searching theme yep. that flying down the road oh, so this is your
1: searching theme now
4: place some back to the future shit and then i can get back oh, to my point fuck. but the but the i've been starving to be alone you know yeah. that that god and then i love the independent from the scene that i've known so we're coming back again to that neil that overarching neil thing right and that hope that longing for the lonely for the the Simpler, yeah. the simpler the simpler times, times the, but you said it earlier alone, like the track the, is loneliness yes the track is loneliness right. but he wants solitude yeah he wants peace he wants to feel what he feels he wants real he doesn't want to be overwhelmed by the scene yeah the scene is overwhelming to, and he has to search he has to be on this track he has to he's starving he uses the word starving you yeah. know? to me this song One of my favorite quotes,
1: and I'm not, I'm going to butcher it, but when, and I think I may have already mentioned it, but when, uh, McDonough asks Neil about like the songwriting process, he, he, his big thing is I don't like lyrically, I don't know. I just want, I, my, my goal is I want you to feel something. Mm -hmm. So it's like, whether that's with the lyrics I write or the music or the combination, but like this song to me, and I don't know if it does the same to you, Russ, but like, it brings me right to – do you remember when we played Dallas and then we had a gig in Denver the next night? And it was literally – you leave. we left at midnight and you're just driving through just northern Texas and then you cut through New Mexico and it's just fucking nothing. Yeah, it's just open And it's road that – to nothing. me this song is that feeling of you play a show and then you – it's the thing no one thinks about is that then you're in a van right. for fucking 15 hours. Right, yeah. Fifteen hours and it's just and then, nothing so then, outside. Then,
4: then the next, the last, next verse. So I'll stop when I can. Find some fried eggs and country ham. Yeah, I'll, I'll find somewhere where they don't care who I am. Right. Again, we go back to that. meal well, so, longing for the. So that line too, the, You know, but this is it, what he's someone, starving for, and right. I think
3: he uses a food metaphor in there. Like, so Do- yeah. uh, uh, he, found he found he found a right? place where. He's starving to be alone. Well, he found a place where he can be alone. He's being fed that. Nobody knows who Neil Young is, or they just don't care.
2: Right, right.
3: And he has to go to Albuquerque for that. Right. You know, it's not L.A., it's not Chicago. But yeah, like New you're York. saying,
4: Luke, it, people don't realize that is a, a journey in itself. There, right. It's again, search, You have to, you have to search for that. But then sometimes you don't even realize it, and that's you're just on this stretch of nothingness. This where there all the shit that. All the daily shit, the day-to-day shit is gone. And you're just in this place where there, there, there's nothing. And nobody gives a fuck. And you're 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 just there, you know? I wrote this, and this is, might not make sense to
1: anyone but me. I wrote this literally. At, so we played in Dallas, and then we left at midnight to get to Denver. And I just remember at one point, it was probably 5 a.m. Pulling over at another fucking... It, the gas stations down there are called Alsips. Mm-hmm. They're weird, <laughs> but uh, I just wrote from Dallas to Amarillo. There is nothing but loneliness and allsups. There's a shit ton of allsups. <laughs> and I just, like. And then you get to the next. You get to the next show.
4: Yeah, and it's weird that that was probably written around New Mexico. Yeah, and that's around what Amarillo. Song is, yeah, but, yeah, yeah.
1: But it's but the, to me, like when he, it's not even just that because then you're 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 alone for 15 hours. You're alone most of the time, and then you get there. And maybe this is just me, or maybe other artists feel like this. But then you get there, and you get to the gig, and you see people you know, and you see pe- fans and friends and or whoever. Mm-hmm. But then even that, I just want to get away. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like even
4: even the weird pressure. I need of that, a crowd of people, but I can't face them day to day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. Nice. Anyway, let's um. I love this song.
3: Let's move on That's from. <laughs>
0: BAKERKI Youngsters Oh, come
4: on Why? Why? Ooh, new mama Start yeah. this one I want to hear the vocals on this Go all the way to the end This is a fucking I love this folky This guitar. should have been a CSNY song Well, I was gonna say Who needs CSNY? When you got the Santa Monica fucking flyers or I mean, whatever come These on, guys well, sing that's, great here
3: He wrote it for that album That they were trying to record in Hawaii And it just wasn't
1: happening Really? But Ben Keith This one, too? Yeah Oh, yeah.
4: New
2: mama's got a sun in her eye. No clouds are in my changing
4: sky. It's the, it's the, Each and I know you know it's that last yeah.
1: note. It's so Crosby's band.
2: I'm living.
1: Yeah, okay. they do.
3: I mean, yeah, so that's that's Nils and Ben
1: Keith. Ben and Keith, yeah. It's amazing. I think Ralph, yeah. too.
3: Yeah, because the Crazy Horse guys could sing, because they were in Danny and the... Dreamers. Dreamers, right.
4: Yeah. No, it wasn't the Dreamers. It was the... Memories. We get the, memories. the memories. So yeah, right. Danny and the memories. <laughs> we always get it wrong, because it's the, the memories. <laughs> <laughs> the memories. <laughs> yeah. And our memories... Is that irony? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love this song as well. It's this- a beautiful
3: tune. And again, one of the positive songs on this album, everyone says it's all dark and despairing, which there are parts, but, you know, this is, this is like the singing about the bright points in his life, mm. going through all this. His son, to me anyway. Yeah. You know, his son and how happy that, you know, Carrie Snodgrass is uh, being a mother You know, and what how nice it is to have a family around. Unfortunately, by the time this album came out, they were gone. I mean, that the the marriage was done, and they weren't living together anymore.
1: But I just love the feeling, the mystic. I'm not mystical, but like the kind of like uh, mysterious, mysterious like melody of it. I don't know, yeah, dreamy, kind of dreamy, folky. Yeah, I love that.
4: It's like it's like a drunk, a really drunk CSNY that is
1: kind of like find the cost of freedom that kind of it's a just, vibe.
4: I, it's really pretty. It's really beautiful. Really pretty, yeah. But it's still loose. It's still
1: Yeah,
3: this is actually the most coherent, like coherent but tightest song on the album, yeah. I would yeah. say. Yeah.
4: But it's yeah, yeah. This is where the
3: glow was really happening apparently. Yeah. You don't know, and <laughs> the right mix.
4: And this just shows that Neil can write like I feel like some of those I feel like the the dudes in CSNY would love to take credit for that sound, but Neil, which they should
1: take a little bit of. No, a, I'm not a, saying a g- they, most I, of the credit. Yeah. And, uh,
4: and yes, Stills had a lot to do with a lot of that. But when you hear this song, it makes me realize N- Neil can Neil did and can write that type of song. Yeah. And oh, yeah. write that type of harmony and create that energy and that vibe and that atmosphere, yeah. like you said, that dreamy, really pu- like pretty beautiful harmonies that just like cut and um, f- rattle you, your soul, right. you know?
3: And he needs, I mean, he has the line, you know what? I'm living in a dreamland yeah. in the song. Yeah. So he needs that to sound like that. And then yeah.
1: the original edit was, I'm, li- I'm living in a dream.
4: <laughs> <Buck-er-key> land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the middle part here. Change in times, ancient reasons, turn to lies. What mysterious. throw them all away? Right. So what does that mean? I think we get, I think. Does that have something to do with like, is there like some
3: myth about childbirth or women? And that, you know, once you experience it, she had this child, then that's like, okay, none of that means anything. This is way beyond. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I got from him. There's like something.
4: Could be. I feel like this is definitely about. Zeke, this is about. this is about like motherhood, fatherhood, having a child, like the changes. Seeing Carrie being a mother, and yeah, each morning when I that the no clouds are in my changing sky. But then he says, "Changing times, ancient reasons to turn to lies, throw them all away. The old, you know, that old, the old ways of being. Now you have a kid." You know, now right, you've yeah, got yeah, something the, it's else. It's a big step, right? Yeah. Getting
3: married, having a
4: kid. Head and you know, sc- scared. Gift of wonders to understand yeah. and open all the way. You have to be open now. You have right. to. Or it's now you it's have like, this other being. You have this other right. life force, the soul. This
3: and all those fears were yeah. unfounded because yeah. now there's all these new possibilities. And so when we talk about child.
4: searching here, it's it's like well now we have to turn in a different direction. You know, uh, the changing skies. You know. Yeah.
1: No, it's. I mean, it, it's definitely about. I feel like Zeke and Carrie. But didn't I know it's not about her? But didn't Mama Cass die right around this? She died in like seventy three or seventy four, and I think that's when this he wrote this.
3: Oh, so you think there's a connection there?
1: Probably not. I mean, no. But I, they were they were close, weren't they? The him I and I don't know. I don't know. I I think that's my that my brain just did that. This
4: one wasn't on Song Facts, so I don't know. Oh, okay. I didn't get to. S- I just took it at face value. I love the song, and I really like it a lot. I think it's really pretty. I like
3: how he puts this song and speaking out yeah. on, you know, and and they're like he's expressing the things, even though the song is awake in a lot of sense, but yeah, he's expressing still what makes him happy. This yeah. is the stuff. This is where I find respite, and you know, all the darkness around me in the end of the '60s thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's. Yeah. You know, there's me, and I love my wife, and, and she's a new mom, and I love my baby, and I love movies, and it's just there's a place, this is a place I can go, mm-hmm. yeah. and Albuquerque, <laughs> where I can get away from it all. Yeah. Right. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I like this song. You want to move on to Lookout Joe? Let's go.
3: Lookout Joe. Yeah. Can we just play the beginning yes, of this? Yes, I love the beginning of this.
1: sounds like a band, the band, the band song. Like, you could hear this on Big Pink, I think. No. Like. No, you This don't sounds think so? like
3: a fucking Joe Walsh tune. And really? I love it. And I mean that in all the positive ways you can mean that, because I love Joe Walsh. And to me, that has a Joe Walsh vibe to it.
1: Don't judge me.
4: Don't like the Eagles.
3: Oh, I don't like the Eagles. I'm not a big fan yeah, of the Eagles either. Joe Walsh either. is
4: like the one that's way different from the Yeah. Rest really? Of them. Yeah.
3: Those first couple of Joe Walsh albums are awesome, man. James Gang, fucking awesome. I, w-
1: I, you know what? I don't like the Eagles' hits, but I like their um their their records. Is that a weird thing well, to say?
3: Yeah, I mean they they've got songs I like. Not all of them are the hits. None of
1: none of their pop most popular songs do I like, with the exception of maybe Desperado. Right. But like their like Hotel California, the album is really fucking good.
3: Yeah, Last Resort's amazing. Oh yeah, it's a great
1: song. So I don't know. Anyway. We're not talking about the Eagles. You I think Joe Walsh, I has really? a,
3: it has a Joe Walsh vibe to it. I guess
1: I don't know any just Joe Walsh stuff. Yeah, well, you do.
3: do yourself a favor, I Luke.
1: Yeah, you do. I promise you do. If you, yeah, if, yeah, you'll know. Like what? What? Like what?
3: Oh, geez. Well,
1: uh, uh, me, oh, geez. I'm trying to think of it.
3: Oh, geez, Rick.
1: <laughs> I don't. I, Did we meet Joe Walsh in the third dimension? You don't think it sounds like the band though? Like it just got like a, it does have a band
3: yeah, thing to it, band. but I think it has vibe. more of a Joe Walsh vibe. Life's been
4: good. Life's been good to me so yeah. far. Yeah.
1: Uh, I I believe you guys. Th- I just like
4: this one here. This is what I'm singing. You know this song.
1: Yeah.
3: My Maserati does 185.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a great song.
2: I okay. listen to this
3: tune every time, and it amazes me that it's eight and a half minutes long. Yeah. The
1: Maserati
2: tune? Yeah.
3: And it just doesn't seem that long. Rocky to me. Mountain Way. Yeah. Rocky Mountain Way. Huh. In the city, in the actually, city. that was the Eagles. The but okay. that, yeah, that oh, yeah, was yeah, the Eagles. Right. But that's like one. Of the, I guess one of this. His I
4: guess so. To, back to Lookout Joe. This was written before the death of Danny Witten, right? And uh, like you said before, it's about Vietnam vets. So that term GI Joe, right? Um, was that's and that's I, what that's where the where the Vietnamese from. people
3: in yeah. the. You know, would call, we'll call them GIs. Joe. They'd, hey, yeah. Joe.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
3: it's just about that they're hey, leaving Joe. They're leaving a fucked up situation in Vietnam, but then they're coming back to a place where it's still fucked up.
1: Is that what hey, Joe is about? Am, am I just discovering this now?
3: No, I don't think so. All right. I think hey, Joe is based on like an old, old blues tune.
1: Wait, is that what
4: Cotton Eye Joe is about?
3: No, Cotton Eye <laughs> Joe is about your fucking wife's friend being a fucking total loser.
4: This is, call her out. What's her name? No, I'm not calling <laughs> this her This is another one of those, the 60s are gone. Songs, Right. Because Vietnam, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was
3: just, it kept going on and, yeah. and people were getting killed. And it's, a, and,
4: and it's a warning that times have changed. I like this song a lot. I really like this song too. Yeah. I, I really like that. Old times were good times. Yeah. I love that chorus is so good. The only thing. Yeah. We...
3: Old times were good times. Now, is he referring to like the soldier coming back and saying, you know what? Maybe it was better in Vietnam.
4: It's just that. Mm, um, I see maybe, I didn't take maybe. It, I read I mean, the thing yeah. Russ
1: is talking about too where it, it's almost it's supposed to be like a warning but I kind of took it like I don't know like that's how we all feel, don't we? Old times are good times. And then Yeah, uh, I
4: mean it's yeah, that that's same Neil Constant thing theme. We talked about, right.
3: only, But in this particular case, I'm thinking he's
4: But he mentions the streets, he mentions drugs, you know. Yeah. It's Well, that's what
3: he's saying. You're coming well, back from Vietnam. A lot of a
4: lot of vets get Right, because of that. Yeah, right, you're coming oh, back yeah, so and, and, out, and you're you know? having a
3: hard time, and it's like yeah. this is this is what you were fighting for. You're fighting for the hookers and the drug dealers and what's going on right. in the streets and stuff like my that. My
1: favorite part of this song
4: is the glory hallelujah. Yes. Yeah, will I lay my burden down? Yeah. yeah, singing on the streets around. Look at that crazy clown. That's Trump. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> time take, take
3: it, Ben. <laughs> yeah,
4: I love that. Yeah, I wanted right. to play that, but we already kind of heard Ben in the beginning there. Yeah. But I, I we do have a Ben solo. I, Should we play I, it? I don't know.
1: Can I tell you my pet peeve about this song? The thing that like kept it from my top three is, uh, and this is so dumb of me, but I don't. I hate the. The Dr. Seussness. This Dr. The, Seussy yeah. forced feel of the? Remember Millie, Millie from, from down Philly. Down in took Philly. Took my brain
4: she and t- forgot my name. Yeah, yeah. remember Bill from Up on the Hill. Yeah, I yeah. don't know, like. But old Bill, he's up there still, having a ball roll into <laughs> the bottom. Is that that's drugs, right? I mean, or what do you think? I also like the imagery that I love the the yeah, Cadillac phrasal, put a hole in his arm. You know, Cadillac, that's what I mentioned yeah, earlier. but right. Uh, yeah. I, I just like having a ball. He says having a ball, and then he says rolling to the bottom. It's kind of like, yeah, he's having a ball, but when you're a ball, you roll. Yeah, you know, and, it's, he's, rolling and he's rolling to the to bottom. The bottom.
3: And yeah. He, yeah, and that's what I think. And he's
4: warning Joe. He's warning the vet. Like that, that this could be you. Or right. I don't know. You know, even
3: well, even even the people that, yeah, he's warning Joe that look, it doesn't matter. You could be a rock star. You could be president of the United States.
2: Right. Or a vet.
3: You're, or whoever. Yeah. You know, you're gonna have you know you're going to you you have a the potential to roll to the bottom
4: Just roll to the bottom yeah right and and this was written before Danny yeah that's wild that's this, weird well
3: you know heroin addiction was a huge problem yeah with the us so again neil
4: is a goddamn time traveling vampire
3: well he was living in that era so i don't know if he was traveling in time to figure that out this is where i i think th- he was just taking it from the, you know, ripping it from the headlines, I guess you could say.
1: This
4: is where I think the album should have ended, was this song.
1: I no,
2: just, I, I disagree.
1: disagree.
4: I disagree. Let's go to Tired Eyes, then, unless you had more on this.
3: No, I just I just think this, this like, is a rockin' tune. Oh, yeah. It's but that's what out. I mean. I feel
1: like tune. he should have gone out with this kind of rockin' up. Mm. But I guess the whole point of the album is grief and... All right, I'll, I'll play Tired Eyes.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. This is the creepiest tune on the album.
2: Oh yeah, play it right away I don't know how you don't
1: like this song, man I, It just doesn't do it for me, I don't know
0: I've never been a huge
4: fan of the talking Yeah, but here's the thing about this one The talking, and then it goes into This melody is awesome I get it Please take my It's so good
1: I'll play it till that, till that part Please
2: take my advice
4: Take my Again, that's super CSN Yeah
2: Open up the of-
1: It just doesn't do it for me, man I don't know I don't know what to tell you
2: So,
3: do you know the story behind this song?
2: I don't. I couldn't no. find this on. This Songfest. is this
3: is based on on actual events that happened figure, in Topanga yeah. Canyon. So there was uh, there was a house. There was a party going on. Or it was basically it was an orgy. So there's an orgy going on in this house, right? And this guy who was a well-known drug dealer in the area, and everybody liked him. Like, he wasn't, like, a skeevy guy. Everyone seemed to like him so much so, well, I'll tell you what, what they ha- do to help him after this happened. So, he gets a shipment of cocaine, and he's supposed to sell it and have the money by midnight. So, he tries to go to this orgy because he says, you know, there's a party going on here. It's an orgy. These people are going to want cocaine. Yeah. But he wasn't able to sell as much as he wanted
1: what a shitty orgy
3: and i know really what were they doing in there (laughs) eating crudite? (laughs) and um so the guys who he got the shipment from show up at the house because he calls them and says look i'm not gonna have your money till tomorrow morning and so they show up at the house and he's saying look i can get rid of this you just got to give me more time and one of the guys says no you're you're out of time and he goes to shoot him but this drug dealer also, I believe, had a gun on him and kills that guy and and his partner.
4: Wasn't it his brother? Because it says he killed his brother. In the song. It I wasn't supposed to go down that way.
3: No. It no. says
4: well it wasn't supposed to go down that way, but they burned his brother, you know.
3: No. He and,
4: and they left him lying in the driveway.
3: Yeah, no, he wasn't related to these guys. Okay. So Neil this is what that's where Neil was kinda adding to the okay, story or, right. or he was using metaphors, but um, so Did yes. Neil know
4: these guys or was he just No
3: well Neil knew the drug dealer Okay um, In fact everybody in Topanga Canyon knew this drug dealer uh, So He shoots these two guys yeah. um, One of them I think one of them dies and then The doctor takes off but they catch up With him he gets arrested And he goes to jail for two and a half Years and they have a benefit for Him <laughs> All right. So this is how much people, you know, like these people love this drug dealer guy because he probably was good at his job <laughs> until then. And so they, they have this whole, like, and Neil plays it. Neil plays the benefit, you know, like some, <laughs> I think, you know, David Crosby is, I mean, all these people from the Laurel Canyon to Canyon stuff play this benefit for this guy to help him and his legal costs and things like that. He spends two and a half years in jail and then Neil got out and played the song for the guy. And he went, yeah, that's about that about sums it up right there.
4: Eh.
1: Wow,
3: yeah. So that's it. Actually, it's like it was based on a true incident huh. of a drug deal gone bad.
4: I I really like this tune. I really I like it I like the please take my advice. Yeah. please, and then it goes please take. I just like yeah. I like the talk. Normally, I agree, like, Cheryl Crow drives me nuts because she doesn't sing. She just talks. No, she sings. She, she sings. never sings. Listen to, it any you happy, listen to any of her songs. If it makes you All happy, she does it can't be talk. that bad. All she does is talk. That's That's it. definitely not true. Yes, it is. All she wants to do is have some fun. Yeah, right. listen to that song. She only talks the I mean, whole time.
3: I like a good beer buzz early in the morning. <laughs> that,
4: even that <laughs> chorus is all I want to do is have some fun. She can sing. You're now. not
1: exaggerating a little bit to prove your point. No, you are. She doesn't go, all I want to do. Dude, she just talks. You something.
2: search her singing what with What she really Paparazzi sings is all I want to do Whatever. is
1: Buck Buck have have some fun. Oh, sorry. I, got I messed that up. No, no that I was with uh,
4: okay. I I fucked it up. I don't know. I like the I really like the you're talking. You're allowed to like it. I just, just yeah, doesn't well, do it for me. It's not my thing. How about that? You suck. Okay, whatever. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're an, an awful, awful person. Piece of shit. You you're a moron. You fucking dumb. <laughs> <likes> you suck. You are probably going to write down full of talking <laughs> songs. So that's going to be your next asshole. solo album. Just, can you, just <laughs> you talking. Can
3: you just shut the fuck <laughs> your up. Next and Let's album's talk about Neal. going to be Neil.
4: stealing other people's melodies but not doing it a good way. Oh my god. No, is <laughs> not
3: the Harry Potter concept album coming?
4: No. Not anymore. Your next album is just going to be that fly buzzing around Fucking stop. I'm trying to ignore it. Tonight's night two. Too, everybody. Well, hold on. No,
1: no, no. So let,
4: let's start. <laughs> I is just a, wanted to hear Chew go. No, no, no. no, no wait, what the wait, fuck wait. are you doing? <laughs> um. Yeah.
3: So this is basically just another. This is where the hippie dream has come to. Yeah. It's been. It's centered now too much on drugs. You know, people are dying. People are getting killed. There's gunfights.
1: There's bullet holes in know. the mirrors. Right. Is that' yeah. why he's saying. Is he saying that to everyone? Open up your tired eyes, like. Yeah. Like. Look at shit. Right, I, I like know. Wake it's, up! You're exhausted,
4: but like,
3: yeah. Wake up! This yeah. is what's happening now, and there's no turning back. You're, yeah, the hippie, the hippie thing is gone. We forever. tried to do
4: our best, but we could not. Right. Yeah, and that's
3: what he's saying. Take my advice.
4: Yeah. Please take Please my, take my advice. advice. I understand how he says it. I just felt like saying it again, goddamn I dipshit. I just felt like saying it again. <laughs> he does dip- have a
3: preacher quality to it, though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, kind of like... You but know, between this ladies, and the last song, too, know.
4: like you said, that glory hallelujah, he's kind of like... Yeah. He's kind of taking on that role. He's like, you guys are all fucking, glory you know, stop, shut the fuck up, you know? It's you know,
3: this like, could have some Manson stuff. Yeah You think so? You know, too. The yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I mean, if On the Beach did, and this was written before On the Beach.
4: Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely.
3: But it is, it's, it's, a, it's a, it like, again, the production here, I should say the non-production right. on this album. Yeah. This is like another great example is of Is this it. Like all they Briggs
4: cr- except for like the live stuff?
3: Yeah. This okay. is all Briggs except yeah. for the, I think the, um,
4: for, except for like the, maybe the crazy horse and the, and then the the, um, um, the one with just him on piano, which I love. And I I'm drawn a blank. God, we were just talking about it. Tune. Borrow yeah. tune. Yeah,
3: tune. Yeah, that was... You know what? Um, actually, the um, Look Out Joe, that was a Stray Gators.
4: Oh, right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yes, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Um, Which is probably why that one, yeah, it sounds so different.
3: Right. It sounds yeah. like it's more together.
4: Right, yeah. Yeah.
3: And that's probably the one... That's probably the what Briggs was complaining about. Like, he added these fucking tunes. He ruined a perfectly good album. That's, so the, it's probably the ones like he didn't produce that he was pissed about. Yeah. You know.
4: Do you think Greece stole this from him? To tell me more. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really liked the way he said. No, that. he wrote oh, Greece. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> he
3: wrote Greece. He wrote more. Greece. So yeah. I
4: mean, was he a heavy doper? or? Was we it go together, together
1: like shoop shooby dooby and shabbity dimpa down. <laughs> that
4: part, Russ, the way back he, to beauty school. <laughs> the way Yeah, Neil Young is a beauty school
3: dropout.
4: <laughs> yeah. Beauty the, school dropout. The tone, Time to go back to ah- the, ah-
3: the tone in which he's <laughs> telling this story, like, oh, was he a heavy doper? And it's yeah. like it seems like it's it's like it's blasé. Like it's people are so used it's to it now. right? Yeah. yeah, people are so used to it now, and he, and I think that's like why, why the tone he's, he's using calling, that he's it's becoming it a common he's speaking thing. Speaking out, speaking out.
4: This is him speaking out.
3: Welcome to Miami Beach. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, again, I, I mean, just but the atmosphere created by this song. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's that it's. It's dream. It's like dreamy, but more night. The story is nightmarish. Yeah. The music is dreamy. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean. So there's yeah. that juxtaposition there. No,
1: totally. Yeah. It's got a bit of the feel of that from Homegrown. Um, Actually, now that I think Florida about it, just whatever. play
3: a little bit more of it. Yeah. Where you, just, wherever. Yeah, yeah. Just start because now I'm thinking hey. about. Hey. It reminded his
0: brother. You know. It
3: reminds me of like funeral home music, almost. Really? Like if this was just on an organ.
4: Maybe,
2: a, maybe a that's, little bit.
3: That's what I'm getting.
2: Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Please take
3: my. That's the gospel choir. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah maybe a little bit. You can kind of hear it in the piano there. Is that Jack? Sorry. is Or Nils?
3: That's Nils,
1: I think, yeah, playing Nils. on that one. Yeah.
2: Please right. take my I don't think advice. we
4: really need to
1: talk about Tonight's the Night Part 2. Just, I, like well, we, I mean,
4: we already touched on it. I wanted to say one thing. I, there's a little catchy line that I thought of when I was listening to that the song, Tonight's the Night, which, whichever version, either from the live Roxy or the end here or the top of this album, is that when Neil says, whoa... That's when you know it's the end. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he does that in Live yeah, at the Roxy, that. too. Whoa! Yeah. That's when,
4: that's when it ends. Because yeah. he says Tonight's the Night so many times mm. that you know, the band knows when Neil says, whoa, that's when yeah, it ends. okay. So yes. I, I want that on the What is li- Live at the Roxy? <laughs> that was a whole separate album. Do you want to talk about the tour a little? Did
3: yeah, we... let's talk about the tour now, because a, a whole tour went after this, and it was, you know, they kept the whole was thing it after going. after the album? Yeah, no, a brief, no, it, it was, was before, after they right? finished recording okay. or what they thought they finished recording the album. So they took it out on tour and they did, I think it was six nights at the Roxy okay. in L.A. Yeah. And at that time, David Geffen um, from Geffen Records, not yep. at that time, but he he was part owner, I believe, of the Roxy. And he loved Neil Young or he still loved him then before the fucking... Things he did in the 80s when he signed him. He sued him for not being Neil Young. Um, so he did like six nights there. I think he did two shows. And like this is night. where we, we,
4: we touched on with On the Beach. They played Walk On in the tour.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They would play that. Right. But on Live at the Roxy, I think there's a version of Walk On that but they don't play it's it until the end. It's on in the end. Is that yeah. the end? Okay. They so don't, see, I
4: don't think they even play yeah, they played Tonight's Tonight part two and then they play Walk On. See
3: t- see that that's why that whole release thing makes sense to me. Because then it, you go through this whole thing with Tonight's Tonight, all the death and the you know and, yeah. the, and the wake and everything, but then Walk On will come on on the next yeah. album and then it's like, Okay, we're moving on here. We gotta
4: I, move
1: on. I guess I can we, see that. Yeah. We've yeah. hit the bottom. We know where the so bottom is. It's like we're is. searching, we're searching, we're right. searching
2: and now it's like it's we're we thematically
1: I yeah. agree with I agree with you but production and musically I disagree. I still feel like it just makes more sense for where on the beach was. Right. I don't know. Okay. Anyway,
4: agree to disagree. Well, the
3: the tour itself You're was was pretty much like yeah, whatever, Luke. Sure. Lucid. Don't listen to him, youngsters.
4: <laughs> That's the Luke sound. That's the fuck you Luke
2: sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. Ahem. It just, fart. Just, just fart into the microphone. Also, we got to... <laughs> the Garmon key. <laughs> fuck up. I want to. I want to be Take under three minutes because
1: if it's close to three minutes, then three this, minutes. I'm um, three hours. There be, you go. And then I have to cut this in half because I. Literally had to cut so much out of the last episode.
4: <laughs> I did feel like there was stuff cut. I had to. Yeah, I mean it Whatever. was long. It w- Anchor it was won't upload long. more than. All right, well let's, let's start. Keep, going. Right. keep talking. About well, the, the,
3: tour. the tour itself was was like from all accounts. You
4: mentioned he was sort of Andy Kaufman-esque. Like right, he, he was he doing he a said character. He yeah. said
3: he put on this persona, this character, yeah. and he called him Waterface. Yeah, and if I read you look that. on the if you look on the first pressings of Tonight's the Night on the inset. They, that's why I used to love about vinyl. Yeah, they used to put little messages in the inset, and it was like the first side was "Hello Waterface," and then the second side was "Goodbye Waterface." So
1: fucking cool right. and crazy. And he said
3: that he was Waterface. He was. He was like that was his character. He's one of the hardest working men in show business, and and he wanted it to have this cheesy Florida resort theme. So you have on stage that palm tree we talked about in the mm-hmm. last episode. And he was wearing the seersucker suit and white yeah. shoes and the Elvis sunglasses. And the rest of the band was kind of doing the same thing. But at the same time, they weren't like shaving or bathing or getting their <laughs> haircut. They looked like they were just a mess. And they were drinking and doing as much drugs as possible every night. And it was the same thing. They would start during the day and when it was, they felt it was right, they would go on stage. And it was like this full production. And he would start with Tonight's the Night and usually end with it too. And sometimes play it in the middle. Especially when people would yell out, why don't you play something? Because he wouldn't play anything that people knew. He would just play stuff from Tonight's (laughs) the Night or other songs. And people would yell out, you know, Heart of Gold or whatever. And he'd be like, okay. And then he would play, like one night he played a 30-minute version of Tonight's the Night.
4: I don't want to, this is a fucking Neil man moment, but is do you know if he's into astrological signs? Because he's a water sign. I think he's a Scorpio. I don't know. So that's... I know he'd sure. like Because I'm a water sign. My birthday's tomorrow. I'm a Cancer. And Neil is a... I believe Scorpio is a water sign. So maybe that's a part of it too. Right? He, he's he got that water vibe. And water face. Water face. Yeah. 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 I don't know. That just... That, that a, could be it. A little... Yeah.
3: But can you play that... the. The, yeah, the what, Miami Beach drop.
1: Is it on um,
4: Speaking Out Live?
3: Um, yes. All right, hold on. Where was it? Right at the beginning.
4: I think it's the top of the album. Welcome to Miami Beach, ladies yeah. and
2: gentlemen.
3: He would start every show like that. It's it's welcome awesome. to Miami Beach, ladies and gentlemen. And yeah. he'd be like the cheesy entertainer guy. So then,
4: so Bono stole this from him, too, right? Bono right, you did could, a whole thing, right? right
3: you could, you could kind of say, you know, when you two, between uh, Rattle and Hum... What was
4: Bono's? It was fucking... Mr. Something.
1: It was mes- Mephistopheles. M- no,
4: it was ah, fuck. Remember they talk about it in the podcast. Yeah, uh-
1: magical Mr.
4: No, I don't remember.
3: But it was. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. You could say U two probably took that from him. Mm-hmm. You know, he embraced like U two em- embraces their rock starness. Wait, is this an
4: they-
1: episode of Are you talking U two to me?
3: <laughs> so you know, you can say that's what he did here. He sings about how he hates the game, hates being, hates the rock star thing, hates the scene. So like he's embracing it here and, and maybe making fun of it.
4: MacFisto, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Like parodying the yeah. rock star thing, right? And then so he was also interested at that time a little bit in what David Bowie and Lou Reed were doing, right? And that glam thing was yeah, going on. Bowie
4: was yeah. doing that.
1: With it did, yeah, and didn't wasn't there like in the album he the original pressing of this he put a little glitter packet in yeah, each one. He or something like that? In, <laughs> yeah, he wanted a glitter
3: packet in the first Fucking pressing, Neil, so when you open it and he was kind of like, yeah, that's our glam thing. <laughs>
2: you know so right ridiculous. and
3: so this is i think we i don't know if we talked about this in the last episode but they were touring in canada and david briggs found a used auto parts store and bought a bunch of rearview mirrors and speedometers oh, and turn oh, signals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Said, yeah and adoring the stage and his piano with rearview mirrors and stuff but again with the glam thing he found a place that had these like knee-high glitter boots like these high heel boots <laughs> like glam boots so what he did was he bought like a bunch of them but he didn't wear them they nailed them to his piano (laughs) so the the boots so do you have that do you have that drop there no
1: it's uh off of um i think it's uh, yeah
3: yeah see if it's on there
4: wow it's really nice to be here tonight
3: Oh, no, it's on the Tonight's the nice Night to Live at the Rock. First
2: topless girl we get up here gets one of these boots, ladies and
4: gentlemen. That's <laughs> what he's talking
3: about. Oh. And that's the sleaziness oh. to it, too. Gosh. Like, well first topless girl we get up here, <laughs> you know? That's, yeah, like, not that's, a Neil thing no, to say. No, it's not. It's like and, that, he's and,
4: doing that character, that fuck it. Right. And, yeah.
3: and because backstage they go back and they laugh about it. And there was this Dutch writer who wrote a review of one of the shows and was just horrified because he was a big Neil Young fan. He's like, oh, this is the end of Neil Young. And he... And he Went backstage to talk to him. There, he's like, there was no groupies back there, and they were just sitting around laughing about what they did in the show. Yeah, and uh, and on a side note, with that, Neil Young took that show review written in Dutch uh, and printed it on the inset yeah. or the insert of Neil, the album. Man. Right. It's Not awesome. only that, Russ, he took the awesome. credits from "On the Beach" and put them on the insert really? album yeah. insert, and then. Took the wow. words from Florida, which I believe is a song from Homegrown. From Homegrown yeah, from yeah. Homegrown. And, so printed those, so yeah, and, and printed Luke's, those Luke's over. Luke's a
4: hypocrite, because Luke loves that song, which is just him talking and telling a story. Yeah, it's But he it's hates different. tired eyes. It's not a song. It's like an interview. It's thing. a song, it's a dude. Song? It's a fucking song. It's on the album as Does it
3: have a, song. a verse and chorus? Yeah, it's whatever. A,
1: fuck it's, you. It's not a song. It's it's him's doing spoken I'd <laughs> <words laughs> rather though. you
3: clear your throat instead of telling me to fuck off directly. Oh, okay. I get it. Let me clear my throat. I was doing both
4: of you. I did a throat clear. Like a throw up noise for Luke. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, yeah. But the whole tour is wild. Yeah, the whole tour is people out of should, control. People should look it up. You
3: should. You should look it up. Yeah. You should listen to the. You know, tonight's the night live at the yeah. Roxy. They're like to- he was drinking wine glasses. Well, full we have of to tequila. cover that
4: album when we get in there anyway. Yeah. 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 yeah
3: so the the tour was
2: insane
4: because it is a release. It's an album release. Is, it re- is that a release? Yeah. The yeah. Roxy. The That's live. Archive yeah, release. it's an. Ar- it came a release. out a few years ago. It was 2018. Right. So sweet. We'll have to cover it. So yeah. we'll get there when we get there. We're legally obligated. <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. The Incredibles. Yes, yeah. I know. Don't so say it right after you, uh, you do Do, do it. you want to say more or do you want to s- save it for when we when No, we we'll save it for right, when we yeah. talk about it. Because that tour is wild. So people should look, look into it now yeah, and then be prepared when we get to that album And like just keep in mind that years.
3: all of that, the recording of this album and then the the tour and everything, happened before on the beach.
2: Wild. Yeah. yeah. It's nuts. Yeah, which it's is crazy. So
4: crazy. So up next is Zuma. Yeah. So get ready for Zoom. I think we're gonna have our buddy Loco. Matt, Matt Lacaraza. come on. We we call him Laco. He's great. He does he's, improv comedy. He's got a really he's got a, a, a very unique voice.
1: He's all, he also does a lot of music
4: reviews. And he does a lot of he's he's actually something. a really great music writer. Like he writes he covers. Wait, real quick. What's your top three? Oh shit. oh yeah, we yeah. gotta do
3: that. Fuck, all man. right, we always do a top I, I, three that we like I, on I, the I, album. I, I can't go first. And a song will cut.
1: I'll give you my I'll give you mine. All right. Um, my number three is New Mama. I fucking love that song. That's great. My number two is um, Borrowed Tune. And my number one is Albuquerque. I went all mellow on this one. Wow, yeah. But if I had to pick, like, an honorable fourth, it would be probably the Danny Witten tune.
3: Oh, come on, baby. Come Let's on, go baby, downtown. Yeah. That would be my number three. Okay. Um, My number two... Uh would be Tired Eyes. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And um my number one would be tonight's the
1: night. Okay. Well, part, either or Part one. Part one. <laughs>
3: Do you want us to move on? We'll go what we cut?
1: Do you want us to walk on? Do
3: you want us to walk on? What about cut you, Luke? What would you cut? I would cut tired eyes. Fuck
0: you! <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs>
4: Really, uh, youngsters. Okay. So youngsters? You know what? And honest, youngsters, no, no, honestly, Youngsters, don't listen to this man. I would cut tired Shoot, eyes fuck you. And, and actually I would fuck cut part you two. Because when right. I got mad at Luke for what he wanted to cut on on right. the beach, you were like, "Oh, it's okay, Russ. It's okay. He's <laughs> I would allowed cut, to. Oh, da, all da, right. I would cut. All tired right. eyes. you're, you know you're allowed to get mad. Two. You're allowed no. to get mad at him. All right,
3: all right. You know, Russ. I, I, I
2: apologize. Oh,
0: fucking asshole.
3: So you would cut tired eyes. I would cut tired eyes. I
1: would cut tired eyes and part two. If I'm being honest. See, because,
3: you know what? It's funny because I think both of those are really, they really kind of sum up the theme of this album. It's, and I'm specifically talking about sure. part two because it's a little, it's just a little darker.
1: A little funkier, a little, yeah. yeah
3: and, and that's kind of where it's all heading. It's Just my own opinion. This album. I think. I oh, think, I know. Yeah. These are all our own opinions. And point. none of them represent yeah. Neil Young or not anybody Not even, he probably knows. even
2: close. No, even not at all. Even a little bit, all.
3: really. He doesn't even know what these songs are about. <laughs> He's admitted <True>. that much. <laughs>
2: yep. Right, he
3: probably doesn't even remember recording them. He was so shit faced. <laughs> but yeah, I I think I would cut um, speaking out. No, I wouldn't cut speaking out. It it might be new mama. Really? Yeah.
1: Wow. I can see that. Yeah. You have pretty uh, shitty taste, so uh, I guess. I know.
3: I understand. <laughs> you know, at least I don't have shitty taste in movies.
4: <laughs> um.
3: We've stopped recording, Russ. We're done. <laughs> oh, We've been done for hours.
4: I, I, it doesn't matter the order, I guess. I
1: love the pressure he puts on himself too. Like, <laughs> this is funny. It does matter the order. <laughs> He's yeah. literally
3: getting. Look did, at him. He's actually. You know, upset we about did orders. This. You have to do an order too. You have to set an example for the youngsters.
4: <laughs> Please stop.
1: <laughs> no, oh you brought God. it. You're gonna I, fucking live with he it. He brought it,
4: and I'm <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> mellow my mind. Three.
3: Wow, really? Huh, yeah. Okay. Okay.
4: Borrow tune.
1: <laughs> and I, just, I like how he's saying it like there should be a drum roll in between and, each one. And,
4: and uh,
1: uh, speaking out. Uh, oh, speaking oh. out your one? Out. <laughs> yeah. Speaking really? out. Really? I really okay. like it.
4: Cool. I really like Nails. I like yeah. everything about it. It's, it's a great, great tune. Um, my four, I, yeah, man, I, I, don't know. I really like, uh, come on baby, let's go downtown. So I it, love that tune. Yeah. Time. It's, that yeah. was the yeah. tough one for me to figure out. I like how we're all yeah.
1: pretty different on this one. That's kind of nice.
4: If, but, but tonight's tonight is such a classic. It's such a known. It's so, yeah. yeah. And
3: the way the performance. Yeah. You know. So it's hard. It's what would really you cut? Hard.
4: What would I cut would probably be, um, Bo, 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 bo. World okay. of, maybe world on a string yeah world on, really yeah, maybe. okay but I after love the grind after this episode i can see that after this episode i i i doubted that but i don't know what else i would cut i mean i guess maybe one of the i guess no i wouldn't do that uh uh yeah i'm gonna have to do that i don't know what else wow. i would cut yeah sorry i that's just no no you don't mean, have that's to apologize. interesting because this yeah.
3: is Sometimes, like, the last one, I think we were all very similar. Yeah. Yeah. And in this episode, we're all very different.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what this podcast is about, diversity. It is diversity. Honestly.
4: I also
3: believe that was an old ship that was used by the (laughs) Union Navy during the Civil War.
4: (laughs) Ask me me next week. Ask me next week. I'd have a different. Right. We're not going to ask you about this one next week. No, you won't, but... Next week, Zuma. Everybody, yeah, do your Zuma, research. Get right? ready. Follow us on yep. all the shit. That's Ask what us we do questions. here. Leave us you
3: yep, we'd cover the albums every episode. Make
4: a, we're gonna be selling uh, whalebone combs <laughs> yep. soon. David Crosby
3: style whalebone combs. Uh, don't forget, you can keep track of that on our Facebook page, That's the Long right. May You Young Facebook <laughs> yeah. page. Don't forget, it's at Long May You Young on Twitter and also Instagram. All that and shit. Uh, check out the Neil Young subreddit On the page. Uh, and Facebook we page. yeah and. and uh, and thank oh leave us voice uh, messages if you listen on anchor or uh, or apple and you can really listen to the long may young podcast anywhere you find podcasts except for stitcher for some reason i yeah. don't know why we should
4: have a sign off we got to figure out like a sign
1: off and this is for you youngins out there youngsters, youngsters. for all you youngsters
4: keep on rocking and-,
3: and don't do drugs <laughs>
1: Unless you're rolling another number, roll another number,
3: youngsters. We'll see you next time.
1: (laughs) For all you youngsters, for for all you youngsters out there, you like that one? That's a good one. Yeah, I'll leave. Keep on
4: rocking in the Neil world. youngsters, youngsters. Youngsters. All right, (laughs) Mike.
2: trying to say. And
3: by the way, if one day you happen to wake up and find yourself in an existential quandary, full of loathing and self-doubt and wracked with the pain and isolation of your pitiful, meaningless existence, at least you can take a small bit of comfort in knowing that somewhere out there in this crazy old
0: mixed-up universe of ours, there's still a little place.
2: Calm